0: Recorded live.
1: Evening and welcome to another episode of the virtual talk show produced by Married Men Don't Talk. The talk show with a top selling book and an app for your Android smartphones. We come your way every Tuesday night from 9 to 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. But you can get more info about this show by visiting our new and improved website, householdstress.com. Listeners can participate in one of our live weekly talk shows by calling in or logging on to HouseholdStress.com from your personal computer as an anonymous guest. Phone lines are open right now, but this show is strictly for men only, so call into the hottest talk show in the world. Now, we have a couple of rules, and they are absolutely no profanity and no politics, and more importantly, no racial stuff. This show is apolitical and race neutral, so that we can make sure that any man can feel comfortable on our show. And furthermore, fellas, this ain't Bible study. We want you to just be able to come to our show as a man, and that is it. This virtual talk show always presents the hottest topics for discussion, and tonight is no different. Tonight's topic is...
2: My mistress is HIV positive. Now what?
1: Mm, thank you, Brother Ike. And this show is brought to you by a regular participant, Brother Ike. My name is Rodney, and I'll be your pilot for the evening, and I might even DJ a little bit tonight, but more on that later. I've got a lot of material, and the hope is that I can get this plane off the ground and ultimately land on a safe conclusion. This is a fluid conversation, so if you do have something to say, please feel free to do so, or if you just prefer to listen, that's absolutely fine as well. But please try to hang on until the end, because you'll definitely want to hear the conclusion to this episode. All right, with all of that said, Let's get started. I want to start with a little story, and and this is a true story, fellas. A local D.C. man is married with a couple of kids. He's got a good government job, great kids, and a great wife that he keeps happy. But he also has a mistress on the side. He and his mistress have been smashing for almost a year without raising any suspicions. But just last month, he got a call at work from his side piece. She just tested positive for HIV. And the last time they had sex, the condom broke. Since the last time he had sex with his mistress, he's had unprotected sex with his wife several times. Now, I want to pause this story right there, fellas. What are your thoughts on Mr. Good Government Job with the side piece? What are your thoughts on this story, fellas?
3: got good health insurance. Say what? Yeah, I hope he got good health insurance. <laughs> <laughs> he
4: needs to call Mister Obama and let look Obamacare because Ooh. they have an HIV plan in <laughs> <laughs> that.
1: I mean, but but you know, back to the story. I mean, wasn't wasn't he showing a little respect? By wearing a condom while he was cheating, no, no, I mean, but I, I mean, isn't the ultimate sign of disrespect not even wearing a condom while smashing another chick while you're yep. cheating?
2: I mean, uh, I guess I mean he's putting uh, his his safety, I guess, first. Mm-hmm. I guess, well, attempting to anyway by wearing a condom. Right, you know his family safety and his safety. Right,
1: he's he's speaking of family, brother. I mean,
2: he's he's being conscientious. You know what I'm saying?
1: Exactly, exactly. So I mean, in 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 a weird way, you know, putting on a condom is actually showing a a little bit of respect. At least he's thinking about it. Right,
4: he's not thinking about the, the pain and the agony of. You know, by messing with this woman and getting caught, what it'll do to me. But at least he's thinking about, well, at least I did get no, I'm not trying, I'm being protective. I'm not trying to bring another baby. Right.
3: right. What, what you're saying is there's a way to be respectful when being disrespectful.
4: Bingo. Mm.
3: Well, I'm who do have? you
2: have more respect for? The guy who cheats without the condom or the guy who cheats with the condom?
3: I mean again I'm not going to be judgmental on either one because I mean I don't really know if if the guy's um um purpose was to wear a condom to protect his family. He may have been wearing a condom because he's sleeping outside and he doesn't want to catch anything. So it could have been a selfish reason. He could have been wearing condoms with strays all his life and that's just how he rolls. Right, right. See you know what I'm saying? Cuz that's you know that's how we roll, you know. We had a stray, we 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 wear a condom. We're not saying okay. I, I'm doing this because I don't want to bring something home to my wife. That may not be the reason.
2: So the wife, so the wife, just a, probably an a, an afterthought.
3: It might be. I mean, you know, I mean, she obviously is an afterthought.
2: Because right, he is sleeping out on her. Yeah, that makes sense. I see what Cause you're he, saying. Because
3: he's stepping out on it, so she's definitely an afterthought. Right. Yeah, you can't get this guy. You know, any any kind of leverage here.
1: <laughs> I mean, but but if you were in the situation. You know, you get the phone call, side piece says she tests positive for HIV, you know, and and you know that, you know, like you say, you did have the condom on, but it broke, and you've also had, you know, uh, unprotected sex with your wife, um, you know, in in that time frame um, after the condom broke. So if you were in this situation, who would you think about first, your wife or your kids? Who would you think about first, your wife or your kids?
2: Wow, that's that's. I mean, I I would me personally. I would think about my wife first, and how what I've done to my wife. It 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 just may, uh, you know, it, it could impact the kids.
4: Man, come on, man! You know that man ain't thinking about not narrow one of.
2: What are you thinking about?
4: thinking about getting them draws from this girl. That's all about
5: he get. That's all he's yeah. thinking about. So once he finds
4: yeah. out
2: she, she, oh, when he finds, yeah. He finds, is, he he finds it, out, yeah, to be positive. You don't want no more draws. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> he's
2: good. That 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 takes care of that right there. Huh? I mean, but who do you think of? Who you think he thinks about first?
3: <laughs> and Ike. And Ike. Let me tell you something. <laughs> 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 go get them draws after that. She got a cape with an S flying out that thing. Let me tell you.
2: She got that mokey, okey, okey, okey. Mokey,
3: okey, okey. Okay, okay. The knee, knee buckling backwards.
2: She got that, I don't want that. <laughs>
1: so what, what y'all uh, think thinking, fellas? Who would you think of first, your wife or your kids in this situation?
4: Well, he's still, again, going to be thinking about him, man, because he's going to be like, well, what am I going to do?
2: Okay, okay. I see because he's
4: going he's gonna to say, darn. How am I going to tell him? Well, if I don't tell him, just say, well, I'm going to the doctor and and change the prescription to, uh, uh, you know, they told me I got high cholesterol. (laughs) so I got to take cholesterol pills. He might go with that route. He might still try to lie it out and ride that lie until his wife goes to the doctor to find out something ain't right with her.
1: But wait wow. wait 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 a minute wait a minute wait a minute what about what about if he got checked out and the test came back negative oh he what don't about uh,
4: he good he, he don't lose anything he don't you know he cut the girl off and he ain't got to tell the wife so there again he think, he ain't thought
1: about nobody
2: so, so then he can go he back go here
3: running
1: as you you. I was saying that you okay. wouldn't tell the wife, you know, you wouldn't come home and say, "Yeah, guess what, babe? I just got a HIV test and I'm clean." You
3: wouldn't hey, tell listen, her that Listen, listen. See, Rodney, Rodney, and I have to nah, you on. Yeah, man, Come on. <laughs> you a Rodney. <laughs> Go There's ahead. A lot about how you 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 uh, you came up in this world. <laughs> you, you, I'm just saying, you asked that question to people that have been knee deep in cheating. That is like taboo. You don't volunteer any information if you don't have to. Yeah, if it if it comes back negative, that's like hitting a
6: powerball. That's what <laughs> you <laughs> <mean>. you <laughs> like you <laughs> like is a big bullet. You like Whoo! it's
2: like hitting a powerball, but you can't show any emotion. Yeah. You can't let anybody know.
3: <laughs> exactly. Yeah, no honest <laughs> Abe. None of that. None of that. <laughs> Rodney's <laughs> honest Rodney. <is laughs> abe. Rodney's on Rodney is honest Abe. It's a good thing, though. It's, you know, it's a good thing. But again, you you just can't. You know, certain things you keep to yourself. You take with you. You you, you got to take that one with you.
1: Mm-hmm. But what about what about the wife that that catches her husband cheating, and you know she she decides to to stay with him. You know she decides to stay with him. He got caught out there, and she decides to stay with him. But now she makes him put on a condom when they have sex. What do y'all think about that? She's like, uh uh-uh, you ain't coming close to me with that thing unless you got it wrapped up. Whereas before, before you know, he caught, got caught out there, it Was uh, they didn't use condoms, they were married. So what do you think about the wife who decides to stay with her husband but then says, nah, bro,
3: you need to put a condom on. I don't trust you anymore. I mean, I right. She's a smart person. She's a smart person, but, you know, that is the beginning of the end of the marriage. hmm I mean, that's just my opinion. That's the beginning of the end. Any time after that, you're just prolonging the inevitable.
2: I mean, if she's still giving you some, period. Yeah. I mean, count them or not, if you can even get it after she finds out. Because I tell you that, I know me, it, it's, it's a wrap. I've already been show, told, you know, it, you know it, it's over.
3: Yeah, I oh, mean yeah. that goes on the lines of cheating with someone's sister. I mean, there's certain kind of cheating that you may be able to recover from, but I think that, you know, someone that's got a disease. I think that's a rough one.
1: Yeah, I mean, because you're talking about trust. You know, she she no longer trusts him anymore. Yeah, the, the, yeah and I'm then debating. and then
3: and then not only that, but his judgment. You see what I'm saying? Because now it's not only that you cheated, but it's how you did it, the fashion that you did it, you know, and you were irresponsible with it. Mm -hmm. So that says a lot about how you respect the marriage, that you didn't have enough respect to even be responsible while out cheating on me.
1: Mm. Good words, good words. So what if, you know, we, we, we talked about what if your test came back negative, but what if your test came back positive? How would you uh, tell your wife and your kids? How would you tell your wife and your kids? You know, you you know, you know, get the call. The mistress just tested positive. You run out and get your test, and you come back positive. How would you tell your wife and kids?
2: But I ain't had sex with my wife yet, though, right? Oh, yeah, yeah you yeah. have.
1: Yes, you have.
5: Oh, yes, yes. you have. The past oh, yes. six months? Yeah. Six-month window. Six-month window in between. Ooh, Getting it funny. and it's actually showing up, so and you can pass it along during that six months. So,
2: exactly. wow.
6: So, how would you tell your wife and kids? I I
2: don't know. I probably wouldn't tell. Them. I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> Who, would oh, man. Who would you tell first? Who would you
6: tell first? You know, it, I I know it's a tough one, but I mean, at some point,
1: you got to spill the beans. I mean, you got to.
2: Well, I, I mean, me, I, me personally, if it was me, I would, I would, I, I, I would tell, I would tell my wife. I mean, I don't know how.
1: So how
2: either. I don't know how I would deliver that one.
5: I mean, your wife, you got to get tested too. Now, I mean, you're, you're not just telling her. I mean, to clear your conscience, you're telling her so she can go get tested herself because you know
3: she, she's been exposed to it. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness, it just so oh, That's horrible. That
2: that's horrible. That's,
3: <laughs> that was horrible. that's
2: man. cold, man. That's cold. That's...
3: Man. It's true. I mean... Right? You're right? We... you right, but it's just... It's wicked. Yeah. That's it's him.
1: Gonna... It's going to get even worse. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> still early. We know, Rodney. But... <laughs> we <are> already ready. <laughs> we know. <laughs> but uh, I want to play something for y'all. It's a clip, and it's uh, two and a half minutes long, so... I'm gonna put you on mute just for a brief second. Make sure everyone hears it. But um, check this out.
7: And he said, I'm on my way home, and I said, "What? What do you mean? You know?" And of course, that scared me to death right there. And he said, "I'll tell you when you get home, when I get home." Oh so my God. What guess. was that ride like to
8: her? To give her this news? i think it was <clears throat> the worst ride of my life. Mm-hmm. Because when you make a mistake, uh, it actually hurts other people. You know, and uh I was about to hurt the woman that I love, my best friend, mm-hmm. um, a person who had been in my corner through everything, thick and thin, and so to deliver this uh, devastating news. And also, I was worried about her own health. And then our son, E.J., she was pregnant with our son at that time. Now, you had just found out, like yeah. two days ago? Yeah,
7: literally days before.
8: Yeah, yeah so I was scared to death of... Both her own health and the baby's health. So uh, it, it was it was uh, the toughest ride to come drive that far to tell her some some uh, terrible news and not knowing also how she's going to react to this. Mm-hmm. You know, and so I give her a lot of credit. You know, we you know I sat her down and uh, I told her that I had HIV and uh, it was it was a tough moment there for both of us.
7: Now that moment. You'll never forget that moment, right, Cookie? That exact moment. Do you remember how you reacted? The gossip in the grapevine was that you slapped him. Somebody said you put a suplex on him. I heard (laughs) sleep a (laughs) hole. What did you do in that moment when he said it to you? Well, well, first of all, I was, like, devastated. I had to pick myself up up, off the floor because I I was like, what? Really? People joked about it, but nobody really, he knew, really had it, you know? In the Um, movie, uh, ESPN 3030's Announcement, I think there's a moment where you joked and said, I thought maybe he wanted a divorce. I didn't
9: know what he was coming to tell me. Right, right. I, no, I had no idea.
7: idea. I, you know, because we had such a hard time, you know, back and forth, two engagements, and getting married. And I was like, oh, my God, what is he coming to tell me this time, you know? Um, but, no, it was, it was scary. It was very scary. But, no, I, he, he said to me, y- if you don't want to stay, I totally understand, you know, because of, you know what what happened, and I, I'm totally to blame for this. And and that's when I just kind of tapped him on his face. I, I call it a love tap. It wasn't a it wasn't a knockout. So like hunt. a like a Days of Our Lives soap opera tap. Yeah, there a little harder <laughs> a little. than that,
8: really? <laughs> <laughs> Did you even feel it? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah okay. I felt a bit, Well, I felt her emotions, and we both started to cry at that time. All
1: right, do y'all know who that was?
4: No. That's that's the magic, man. I know exactly. You said cookie. Hey, magic in 91 had to tell that story.
1: Hmm. So what? Go ahead.
4: But it just happens, man. Um, That's a lifestyle. And that lifestyle caught
1: up to him. Yeah, but what if your wife? What if your wife wanted an immediate divorce? Would you give it to her? Yeah.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. No
1: question.
2: uh,
4: You you know, you you would say yes, but I mean, most men taking HIV out of it, and uh, they just get caught cheating. They're not trying to get a divorce. I I just can't see everybody trying to get a divorce because he he, he messed up and he's HIV positive. I think a majority of most men are going to say, baby, I'm sorry. Let's work this out.
2: And let's move on from here. Let's work this out. But you're talking about now, we're still talking on the – Hypothetical that she's HIV positive, right, Rodney? Mm-hmm. You don't mm-hmm. gave your wife uh, HIV. Yeah. I wh- 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 work out. Well, I don't understand.
1: What? what <laughs> I, <laughs> well, I mean, let me let me ask let me ask all this. What would be worse? What would be worse? Getting your mistress pregnant or contracting HIV?
3: Oh.
2: I don't know. Right. Uh-huh. I say <laughs> HIV
3: worse. Well, years ago, years ago, the HIV would be the obvious answer to that question. But now they got meds where they can keep it under control. Um, but you, we all know, you know, the after effects of having a baby outside of marriage. that's definitely eighteen twenty years.
1: I mean, and honestly, you can get rid of a baby.
6: But not only that, you can hide that. I mean, it would be very hard, but people have done it. You can't hide HIV. Can't hide.
3: No, you can't hide. Oh, you,
2: you, you, HIV does not kill your wife. A baby, you know, okay, I got a 20-year car payment now. And I got this <laughs> woman that I always got to deal with for the next 20, years, 18 years or whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's a different pill from, okay, your life expectancy has now been cut short. <laughs>
3: A question. Go ahead. I mean, is it too early for a monkey wrench?
4: No. No, man. Five went off, man. Go ahead,
6: man.
3: Let's just say you've been married for five years. Let me use five years to your to your spouse. You haven't cheated, so she thinks she hasn't cheated. So you think all of a sudden you go get some life insurance, right? Y'all get your life insurance, and the life insurance comes back. And she is HIV positive. What do you do? Try to find out how does she get it. If she doesn't
2: if she did if she is telling me that she's HIV positive and she didn't cheat, so now we're looking at, you know, you went to the doctor, you get give blood, you know, you got pricked anywhere, you know, trying to narrow down how could she get it? Well, that's
3: good, that's good. That's a good answer. I mean but but at least you still trust the fact that she said that she didn't cheat. So some people will be like, okay, I mean, just like coming home with with, with with gonorrhea. It's like how did you catch that? If you ain't cheating. You know, but I think, you know, there's other ways of getting that. But coming into the marriage, everybody's clean, so you thought. Five years down the road, now somebody's got HIV. And you're like, what happened?
1: It's, it's actually funny you say that, T-Hulk, because and I and I, asked, I I asked you this before. I got a little information here, but despite the fact that y'all are married, do any of y'all get tested on a regular, or semi-regular basis? I don't.
2: I don't either.
1: I don't either. No, nah, me and the wife
5: got me and the wife got tested prior. You know, right as we were getting married. Like I said, funny you said it. Uh, I did it before I got married. Then once we got live insurance, I did it. And I swear after that, I was never doing it again. Mm-hmm. If, I, if, I'm, if I'm faithful, I shouldn't need to. I mean, I take my physicals
3: with all the blood work that they do.
2: Yeah, yeah, my physical also.
3: Whatever they mm-hmm. do is what they do. You know what I mean? They tell me I'm good. I keep it moving. That's right. right. But, yeah,
5: I a, think they give it to you with your physical now. No, no, no. They, I don't think so. They, they only give you those. I think that's a federal law. They can only give you that if you request it. I think you have to request one of those tests. Well, but
4: But no. But like, if you give, if you give, go to Red Cross and give blood, right? And you sign that little paper. Yeah, they oh, can.
5: You, Oh, yeah, yeah, you get blood. Yeah, yeah, they got to check you for everything. I'm just talking about, like, from a regular physical, they're not going to specifically test you for the HIV antibody. You know what I mean? They'll test your blood cells and, you know, all those other levels. They might can see some irregular, you know, things that are irregular, but they're not going to specifically test you for that unless you request.
3: Yeah, yeah. But I think that during your physical, just like you said, if they see some irregularities with your blood, then they, then something may prompt them to look further.
5: Well yeah, now, now that, um, I would assume
1: is true. Mhm. Well what what about your what about your wife? Um, does she get tested on a regular semi regular basis to your knowledge?
2: No, my wife doesn't.
3: I don't know why one one would be married.
1: Yeah, and I and I'll tell you why. They say you shouldn't. I mean Yeah, and there's you know, the brother's speaking about federal law and there's actually a new push to make testing for the AIDS virus as common as cholesterol checks, just like P-Town said earlier. The U.S. Preventive Services Task Force, an independent panel that sets screening guidelines, proposed just two weeks ago that all Americans ages 15 to 64 should get an HIV test at least once, and not just for the people that are considered at high risk for the virus. And the aim is to make HIV screening simply a routine part of a checkup, something a doctor can order, you know, with as little fuss as a cholesterol check or say a mammogram. And since two thousand six the C D C uh has also pushed for widespread routine HIV screening. And of the more than one million Americans living with HIV living with HIV, twenty percent of roughly two hundred and forty thousand people don't know they have the disease. So not only is their own health at risk, they could unknowingly be spreading the virus to others. And you know, so public health experts agree how important it is to test even people who don't think they're at risk, you know, just because they marry or just because, you know, for whatever reason. So what do y'all think about this new push to say all Americans aged 15 to 64 should get an HIV test? Just just like their cholesterol or their blood pressure check. What do y'all think
2: about that? I think it's a good idea. Uh you know, I, I think it's a good idea. I don't you know, it shouldn't hurt. I don't you know I don't have a need for it, but yeah, it shouldn't hurt, I don't care.
4: Well, it shouldn't hurt because I mean you gotta think about it, that's the only test compared to all the other sexual transmitted diseases that's out there that doesn't show. Right. You know, there's no symptoms. Not a cold, sore, or warts, or
3: drippage from the
4: discharge.
3: So... Talking about HIV, period. You're not talking about AIDS. Right.
4: It's, I'm just talking about HIV. But there's no... There's no... There's no... Um, there's no symptoms. So because there's no symptoms, you know... It, the only way you can find out is a blood test, and now you can take the a, a test. Only takes twenty minutes, and you can buy it from the store.
2: Right. You can right. buy AIDS test from the store, an HIV test from the store.
5: Yeah, still got to send it into a lab, though, right?
2: <laughs> I don't
5: know. I just know
2: who
0: you.
5: Yeah. Yeah, but you can definitely do them on site. I mean, I, I've had them where you just go in, they prick your finger real quick, Ten 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 minutes later, ten fifteen minutes later. And they tell you results.
2: wow, you know you know speaking of of h i v and AIDS you know when I was in college back, I tried to write a paper on the number of students that had uh documented cases of h i v versus uh presumed document documented cases. That's something that universities don't share wow yeah. that is a very Hard information to get. Well,
4: that, that goes with the, almost like the HIPAA laws. They they
5: they're on, yeah. they can't they can't confidentiality and privacy. Yeah. And stuff like
2: right, that. but 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 the the pushback that you get, you know, you're on a trail of something major. You know what I'm saying? Right. The the reaction you get when you tell people what you're looking for. Oh man, it's it's scary. Mm.
1: Speaking of scary. um. What about contracting
2: herpes from your mistress? Mm. Well, now there okay. ain't no, there's no way you can get that except for having sex.
0: Well, I mean,
4: no. Uh, well, there's different types of herpes. Okay. Oh, so, um, there's one you can get through sex, and there's one through you get through. Just body,
5: you know, fluids. Yeah, just direct contact. I think that's simplex type too. You know, you get cold floors, stuff like that. You can probably lie, lie your way out of that because you can get that anyway. But yeah, you get, you know, the type that grows on your, on your genitals. Yeah, that's a, that's a lifetime sentence too. I mean, fortunately, it's probably not going to kill you, but that's something you got to report too because you're likely to transmit that, that on. And, and from what I hear, what's scary about that is. <laughs> You um, you can, you know, you might not even have an outbreak uh, and you can still pass it on, you know, to, uh you know, to whoever your sexual partner is.
0: Right. Know?
5: So that's like, you kind of have to go through a lifetime of, you know, wearing condoms if you really want to be safe,
2: you know, and, and not transport. Yeah, but condoms don't protect you from that.
3: Yeah, yeah. You got medication protects you from that, I think. I think well,
2: yeah, you know, I I'm, I'm from back in the day, so I'm about to really... Tell my age here, yeah, but I was I, I was cheating on one of my girlfriends, and uh, well, I well, hold on. Let me back up. One, of, I was in a long time relationship with a girl. You know, we were just girlfriend and boyfriend in college, but I had contracted uh, crabs because my roommate was banging his chick in my bed and wasn't telling me.
1: Oh,
2: okay. <laughs> So I contracted uh, crabs and gave it to my girlfriend. Okay, so we had a big blow up about that. She stuck with me, you know, woman stand by man, blah blah blah. Got treated everything. Crabs went away. Okay, that, ne- next time I caught it, I, was cheating on her for re- I cheated on her. You know, I had a bad piece. You know, got a piece that had some creepy crawlers with it. You know, some spider man with it. So you know, I caught the caught them crabs and I gave it to. My girlfriend again. <laughs> this God. time I told her I caught it from the toilet seat. But this, hey, and that the was a lie. Oh, but yeah. do you want to know what kept her with me? And this is a trip. My aunt collaborated my story, corroborated my story, however you say it, because she told me with my uncle standing there. My dad's brother standing there. Yeah, I caught Krabs the same way. And I knew she was because I was lying.
0: <laughs>
2: so you know, that's just you know, it look you know, what? HIV or anything like that or herpes or nothing, but you know you know, it just it just goes to show man, you know you can catch anything, man you know yeah, You stuff you can catch by not having sex. You no know, we lie way around it, man. Yeah,
1: you know, let me let me ask y'all this. And this is a, a true or false. People who know their status behave more responsibly when it comes to sex. True or false? People who know their status behave more responsibly when it comes to sex. I was false. false. True.
2: Can't ask that question. I don't know about with it.
1: Uh, I
5: do. I say true. You know somebody too. They just might not have
9: told
2: you. Wow. Mm. What? You you talking to Rodney, right?
9: We all know
3: somebody that probably just didn't tell us.
2: <laughs> oh, okay, okay, <laughs> okay. And and you know, go ahead.
5: No, I was just gonna say you can do the numbers. I mean, I mean, whatever percentage of people have it. I mean, you walk past, I don't know, but fifty people in a day, somebody got it. Whatever the percentile is.
2: Hey, you do raise a good point.
8: Yeah, we look at, um, you know, just this past
1: weekend. Just this past weekend, December first, it was World Age Day, and the United States has announced a plan you know, to try to significantly reduce the, the, the global spread of AIDS. And according to the United Nations, about 34 million people worldwide are living with HIV. And 2.5 and million were infected last year alone. And in the United States, the CDC said there's an alarming rise in the spread of HIV among teenagers and young adults with roughly 1,000 new infections each month. Wow. So I want to ask y'all this. With all of this information out here about getting tested, you know, the Wrap It Up campaign, you know, practicing safe sex, why are people still contracting STDs at record rates?
2: Because they don't wrap it up.
1: Yep. Ignorance. Mm. They, they
5: just say, uh, it, you know, it's going to skip over me. Right? You know what I mean? Hey, if it's, something, if it's something that I can't feel, you know what I mean? I won't get tested, so I won't know it. I mean. Man, I just—I've known so many people, you know. What I mean that—I mean—have multiple partners. And, you know, they just willingly just do not use condoms. That's just crazy. But... Just no, I don't. I don't use condoms. I know girls, girls that you know I dated before that you know I was you know about to uh, get into the, a moment with, and they're like, "Oh no, I don't use condoms. You're gonna have to take that condom off if you want to do this." I'm like, "What the? F- are you serious?" <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow.
0: Mm hmm. Mm hmm. <laughs> Yeah, um, there's it. people
5: out
4: there. That, I mean, I know there's women out there that say, "Well, you know, I use condoms irritate me?" Exactly.
0: Get a different brand.
4: And then <laughs> there's guys out there. There's it, a lot of guys out there that says, "I mean, look how many condom, different types of condoms out there. They they tried to make it as thin as possible."
0: Yeah.
4: Yeah. You know, you got Trojan thins now. You know, and a lot of men just can't stay up once they put that, take the time to put that condom on, so they don't want
0: to put it on. And,
5: Caucasian, and most of my Caucasian friends, oh man, I guess because it's not as prevalent, you know, within them, at least unless Rodney, you about to read me a statistic. But <laughs> most, 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 of my, most of my Caucasian friends are like, no. I mean, they looked at me like I was, you know, I mean, like, I was a foreign when I told him I had been tested because then I just realized, well, you know, it's it's not as rampant amongst their culture as it is amongst uh, amongst mine. But, no, nah, I mean, they willingly say, oh, no, I don't use condoms. Nah. Now, well, that? most
4: of the time, you got to remember, most of the time when you're drunk, you ain't looking. You ain't got condoms. And hold on.
2: Well, exactly. You know, the right time, the right moment, you just ain't got the condom. You're going to let that stop you from smashing? That, yeah.
4: That's what I'm saying. A lot of guys be like, oh. I got to get this in. I'm in the club.
2: Yeah. T-Hawk, wait a minute. T-Hawk, I hear you making a lot of noise back there. <laughs>
0: Come
4: on, T-Hawk.
0: Yeah. Uh-huh.
4: <laughs> <The> T-Hawk, I'm <laughs> there in New York on the mallets. Let me go and rock this oh, off in the God. alley right quick and go and my business.
3: T- T-Hawk, what you talking about, man? You saying you would hold up everything if you ain't have a condo. Man, listen, man. I grew up in Manhattan, New York. I remember when AIDS first came came to New York. I remember. I, w- I remember seeing people walk down the street with AIDS. First they thought it was cancer. Then they figured it out. I know what it does. Condom is a necessity.
2: Okay, now stop right there. Yeah. Have you ever had sex without a condom?
3: Yeah, I'm doing it right now. No, nah, I ain't talking about T.Y. Your <laughs>
0: You're talking
4: about back in Manhattan, brother.
2: I'm
3: talking, I'm talking about,
4: about when you was at V State.
3: Right,
2: before, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. College Did years. You ever, ever banged without
3: of college? I'm not going to say that. That I have done. <laughs>
0: hey, no, 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 no. Nah, you just made it very.
9: <laughs>
0: yes, I have. <laughs>
2: oh, no, because if I ask everybody here, back in them dog days, back when you know, no pun intended, back when you was really getting it in. That's right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but now you know better. That's what I'm trying to say. But now you know better. Yeah, better. We all knew better, but I'm just saying. Did you ever do it? Did you ever partake of the?
5: With somebody that wasn't your girl, I'm saying somebody that wasn't your girl. I mean, yeah, back in the day. It don't matter if it was your girl or not. It does matter. That's what, I mean, if you're going around smashing everything without a condom, you're increasing your odds. I mean, yes, everybody who was with or at least thought you were in a monogamous relationship has probably done it or so. Yeah, she was on birth control. Y'all thinking y'all committed to each other. That's still not good, but it's not as bad as, you know, cats. I know that just whatever they smash, smashing five, six different women using no condom, period. That's different.
2: I think they all in the same
3: boat. I think they all in the same boat, man. I'm with you. No, no, no. Randoms. I mean, he's right because you know it may be a misconception, but randoms, yes, condoms. When you dating a chick after a certain time, you pull it off. I
2: mean, but check this out. We talking about somebody who this 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 story happens. I mean, you don't just get a STD from someone who's promiscuous. It could be that one time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So let's say your girl, you know she yours and she know you, you, you will here hers and all this other crap. And let's just say the one time she cheat on you, bam, she mm.
4: And she don't know, and and then she rough you off the next day. Right, bam, you got it.
2: I'm oh. pretty, I'm pretty sure that's not an uncommon scenario that I just bought up. I just don't it think
4: is not, it is not, and it's more common in the Caucasian. Because those boys, those little girls, they get it in. Right. They just not gonna tell you because statistically they got insurance, and in, in the HIPAA keeps them from being the uh, for their name going on the list. Right. But if you go to uh, you know to a clinic instead of a private doctor, then guess what? That's why the African American rate is so high. Right. People don't know that is because they, it's you know you went to a clinic, so they have to, by law, mark that uh, they saw you and yes you are a positive person. That's the difference of why that's a, so screwed up. The numbers are so screwed up.
1: And you look at wow. Washington D.C. You know that it actually has the most STDs in the nation. You know, D.C., the capital of these United States, is also the capital of chlamydia, gonorrhea, syphilis. However, there are no statistics about how many people in D.C. are HIV positive. And I think, you know, I was listening to you brothers a couple of weeks ago, and y'all were talking about the plethora I think the brother used.
2: Oof, Lord, that one today, Lord. <laughs>
1: See what I'm talking about? Uh, women in D.C. yet, at the same time, D.C., the capital of these United States, is the capital of chlamydia, gonorrhea, and syphilis.
2: So, if it's the capital of all that, then hey, you can know HIV got to be running rampant.
5: Yeah, nobody
2: use no condom. Mm, no doubt.
5: I got sympathy though, I mean, not to lay the point, I got sympathy for somebody who was in a monogamous relationship and you know calling from somebody they thought was stable i got I have very little sympathy for somebody that was just running around d c wherever you are just smashing off a bunch of randoms using no condoms. that's to me, yeah, they're both bad, but one of the different situations that I can i think more people should be able to relate
3: to, but.
1: yeah, the latter is like playing Russian roulette.
3: But why is it that way now? I'm just trying to figure out. Why is it that way now where in this day and age, people don't treasure condoms like they do their money? I don't mm. understand it.
1: And I wow. think it, you know, to answer your question to y'all, it's about education. And let, let me ask y'all this, and, and, and we're going to get ed- this the educational moment for the evening, then I'm going to turn it up a notch. Um, How do you even contract HIV? Can you contract HIV just from getting some head?
6: True or false? True. False.
1: False. Somebody said false. Why false, brother? Oh, that's true.
6: That's 100%
4: true. That's 100% true, man. Listen, them teeth, you got to cut in your mouth them gums bad, them girls gums bad. Forget about it, man.
5: Can
2: you brush your teeth
5: today? (laughs) That's
2: oh, so so, T Hawk. I know you went to the psychiatrist without a condom in college. Yeah. We're not going to even go there. <laughs> I'm so I'm
0: doubt.
2: Doubt. I go, we not. We got. We not going to even go there. Listen, listen, listen. If you try to say otherwise, brother.
3: I, I, you gonna call me out on that? Everything
2: else, man. But I, I, I just, I just don't even want you to try to go there on that one. <laughs>
1: No, listen, right, I am I not. Know, baby. Hold on, let me, if let me, I had let me to go to the first.
3: psychiatrist with that on, I wouldn't go to the psychiatrist. Mm. You said, wait a <laughs> minute. What did
1: you say? If
3: I had to go with a, you know,
5: Backed to get up. a knee
3: dirty with a condom. I'm not interested. <laughs> oh
5: no, 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 that's another story. Most people ain't strapped. Ain't yeah. I mean, it's the fact that it's a lot harder to catch it. Just like it's a lot harder for a man to catch it from a woman. Period. Than for a man to give it to a woman. But, yeah, all sex, I mean, it's a lot less common to get it uh, that way, but it's definitely possible.
2: Because I can tell you right now, 99.99% of all American males are going to the psychiatrist without a condom.
0: Oh,
2: that's right. That's right. Very monogamous, promiscuous, all of <laughs> them. <under laughs> the oh,
0: above.
4: Well, somebody pay $10 to get that done. Won't even think about it.
1: Won't think mm-hmm. twice about it. But what about what about anal sex? Is, is anal sex safer than vaginal sex? When it oh, it's worse.
2: Oh, it's worse, man. No, no. Worse. No.
1: That's it, not
5: it's what a, all this started. Yeah, it's easy. It's easier to get it through anal sex, which is why it's a lot more rampant amongst the uh, homosexual uh, men. That's the, most of the early cases of it were amongst uh, homosexual men. Yeah, that's the, that's the easiest way to get it.
4: That's yeah, because your bacteria, bacteria—that's something that's coming out oh. so, you know, all of all your. N- not All only that. that,
3: but the the veins sometimes, you, there's some breakage, there's some blood loss, you know, back there.
1: Mm. Mm-hmm. And y'all getting deep. <laughs> yeah, and also, yeah. you know, additionally, you know, we're talking about condoms too. Condoms are actually more likely to break during anal sex than vaginal sex. Wow. Mm-hmm. Like, because, of,
3: because of the lack of fluids.
1: Mm-hmm. And, you know, as far as performing or receiving oral sex, as the brother said, you know, oral sex is a less common mode of transmission than vaginal or, or even anal sex, but it's still possible because only specific fluid from an HIV-infected person can transmit the disease. And those fluids are blood, semen, precum, vaginal secretions, and even breast milk. So you better not even suck on that titty if she's breastfeeding.
2: Wait a, minute, oh wait, a minute, wait a minute, wait
1: a minute, wait a minute. Wait
4: a minute. Hey, because she's producing milk.
0: Yep. Fresh milk.
1: And listen, listen, breast. they they tell listen, my um you know, they tell you like as far as um you know, my wife has a breast pump and you should not like uh donate it. They don't even take donations of breast pumps because it's a po- it's a slight possibility that you know you get new tubes and 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 and, um, suctions and and reservoirs and all you buy new all of that stuff but there's a possibility that that through the it's pumping the pump mechanism up. that you know the disease you could transmit the disease even through a breast pump.
2: God, oh my! Yeah. Well, you don't blew me away now.
1: I mean, but the truth of the matter is they say it's rare because, I mean, they, they just say that it, it's possible because, you know, people, you know, breast pumps are about $300. I mean, they're not cheap, so people do pass those things around. So, you know, the lactation consultants do just make that, they're like, hey, FYI, you know, it can happen. It's very rare, you know, because HIV actually doesn't live long outside of the body. No, not long at
3: all. Seconds.
1: Contract HIV from sex toys?
2: Not. No, man, come on now.
1: Probably not. You better, you better. I mean, well, if you we we got all it.
2: that stuff on it, pre com and the semen, yeah, and yeah, you got to beat about that it. thing, man. Yeah, yeah, you can. If, yeah. If, if
4: if y'all sharing, if y'all sharing, and those fluids are on that, and it soaks into that rubber, mm-hmm. then it's on and popping. It's it's dead.
3: dead. I'm trying to tell you, man. Once it hits the air, it's dead. Wait a minute, man.
4: <laughs> but what if you got up. one of them
1: double <laughs> M ones and you boobies? Yeah, Tony, what about when you get that banana in your
3: tailpipe? You, <laughs> you get right out and stick it <laughs> in and, <laughs> and <laughs> <damn>. <laughs>
2: Y'all should to me that two lesbians, can. they can transmit AIDS.
6: <laughs> HIV.
2: Yeah, I mean they can transmit HIV. What I mean? Two lesbians can?
4: Yeah, my body's fluid mm-hmm. cool liquid. You know, get a little mm-hmm. liquid down there. Yeah.
2: And you got a little
4: cut on your lip. If you got a cut on your lip or them gums bad, you ain't you ain't went to the dentist. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mhm.
1: And what if one of the lesbians Yeah, what if one of the lesbians is uh, you know, leaking breast milk and they're getting it in and she look you know, take a little lick of the breast and Look at the titty and this breast milk there. But well, this right
2: here made me want to go get checked again, man.
1: <laughs> you, you're gonna make an appointment uh, tomorrow after all this is over. But yeah, this um,
2: is man. Come on, man.
1: <laughs> what a, what about kissing? Again, this is the educational moment. You know, we, you know, this educates. What about kissing? True or false? You can contract HIV from kissing.
2: No way. No. True. I would say true. Tongue kissing. I would say true.
5: Yeah, he's it's right. It's true. It's very difficult. You don't get it from saliva, but you can. Just like everybody's saying, same principle. You know, if you have blood, uh, you know, somebody's cut, it can be transported that way. But, no, it hasn't been proven that it can just be transferred through saliva. But it is possible to get from kissing. But, you know, it's going to take, you know, blood,
1: you know, or one of those other uh, things you were talking about. Yeah, yeah. And there's no risk from closed-mouth kissing, but there have been rare cases of HIV, HIV being transmitted via deep French kissing, you know, so a deep, long, you know, tongue or down.
2: Yeah, man, man. man wait a minute, time. wait a minute. So somebody was tongue kissing somebody else?
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know,
2: man. How'd they prove that?
1: Hey, I, I, I don't know. Hey, they it's it was rare, rare. a connection. Yeah, it was
4: connection there. You, you sucked all up on them lips and ain't no way it through.
1: Yeah. Good. And it's on and popping. Great <laughs> <laughs> We're messing that brother up. <laughs> but, you know, can, can you still engage in, in intercourse and, and oral sex if you're HIV positive or if you have herpes? Can you still, no. You know?
2: Yeah. No? I mean, well, you, 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 everything works. Yeah, you, you – well, yeah. well, now, are you, is that a moral question? Should you or can you? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Can I mean can you? you know? Yeah, you can everything. Well, work. You nah, can do everything. You can do everything.
4: As HIV, you know. But you know, there it is. There's tests, and I guess there's some something that you got to check your numbers, and they got to be real low.
2: Oh, you talking about I having mean, unprotected sex?
4: No, he just said kissing. You know, do anything. All, all right. sex. He said all sex.
2: Why are you I checking your something. numbers though? You say check your numbers. Uh, man, some...
5: Yeah, it's Yeah, I got something for you. It's a count guys. of something that yeah, you got to take. Yeah, you're, okay. they call it your, your T count. But I got something for you. I hate to talk. on spoiling this, Roddy. But yeah, you know, you can actually, if you got HIV and you might think you're okay, I go have sex with somebody else that has HIV, we cool. Nah, you you know, there's actually, they say there's thousands of strands of HIV, so you can be you can have HIV and then get reinfected again. That's <laughs> not wow. you got to be, you gotta go get a, an entirely different type of medicine, uh, you know, to fight off, you know, um, you know, whatever. Uh, I guess, you know, uh, infection that you so,
0: have.
2: wait a minute, wait a minute. So you mean, <coughs> wait a minute, hold up. I got HIV, mm-hmm. and this chick here got HIV, and she all the oh, finders get out. We just can't go at it like jackrabbits now.
5: Nope, 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 nope. Because you can you you can reinfect her, and she can reinfect you, and then whatever medicine y'all are taking won't work. You know, because uh, you've been infected with an entirely different strand. Mm.
8: Wow, that's,
5: that's crazy. crazy. I've been I've been extremely paranoid about this, so I've been, I've I, I <laughs> been doing college, the research.
8: When, when I
5: was in college, I used to read,
2: which is, which is,
1: wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, you read
2: You books in college. That's good, man. <laughs>
1: yeah, I just cheated his way to get his degree. Yeah, I didn't even right cheat. I
2: flunked out of several prestigious universities.
4: <laughs> <laughs> you know that's on tape. You know that's yeah, on tape. It is.
2: It I is. don't care. I'm not ashamed of it. <laughs> you, know, you, know, you know, your God is real when you see me now. Yeah,
1: but what, what, about, what about that guy? You know, let's go back to the guy. Let's go back to the guy. from. Harry the- Guy. Yeah, the married guy. What about the married guy that knows he's got something but hits his wife raw anyway because he, he don't want her to ask any question or raise any suspicions? What do y'all think about him? He know he got something, but he know them you know, they, him and his wife, I mean, they they go raw. It ain't no condom What condom. What are you talking about? So what do, what do y'all think about him? He just go ahead and just hit it raw. I couldn't do he's it. carrying something.
2: And I couldn't do, do it. Couldn't do it. I, I mean, has he already hit already? You know what I'm saying. After, you know, after he found out he had some, has he already hit the wife already?
1: No, not yet. You know, it's just like the wife is horny, and he's like, hey, you know, and she's
2: like, come on. No, no, that's that's when I got to come clean. What's
1: wrong, that's what's also, wrong, there, buddy. It's also crime. It's also a criminal act not to tell them. That's right. That's right. But let me, let me flip that thing on around. What about the married guy that, that wants to try to protect his wife by wearing a condom since he's been raw dog, raw dog and the mistress and the randoms, you know? But he wants to try to protect his honey bunch and he, you know, makes sure he straps up, you know, to keep her safe. What, what, do, y- what do y'all think about him?
2: This is this back to the first one. I think you know he's being he's being responsible. No, he
5: ain't. But he ain't told it. But yet he stuff. ain't
2: thinking about his wife. He ain't doing it like old boy said. He ain't doing it for his wife. He doing it so make sure he don't catch nothing. He don't care nothing about the wife.
1: No, he's saying he got it already, and now he's just wearing condoms, right? Is that what you're saying, Ronnie? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. My bad. Yeah. My bad. Yeah, and he's you know he he doesn't want to, he doesn't want to pass it along to his wife, so he straps up even though. You know, normally they don't, but he's like, honey, and I just I just feel I want to put on a condom for you tonight.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, that You she ain't gonna cool with it, right? You, you, you ain't going to win <laughs> that conversation. She's one of the big, trillion, gazillion women that's cool with that.
4: <laughs> you are not going to win that conversation.
2: But no, hold on, hold on. Hold now, that's
4: you get one of them, them the Pete. one of those rippet ones where it got the little rippets and you're trying to do something different.
2: Exactly, okay, let's just say he does it. that, and yeah. she likes it for the first time, and she says, as long as you want to keep using it, I'm cool with it. Mm. All right. So, yes. now, go ahead, go ahead, Rodney, go ahead, go ahead.
4: Because, I mean, she'd rather you get a vasectomy before you all of a sudden,
2: you know, box box of condo, like. years, yeah,
4: 10 years in marriage, all of a sudden, now you want to start using condoms.
2: That, like the, the, in college or yeah. something. I heard yeah. that.
1: But why do why dudes out here even hitting their mistress role? I mean, are mistresses faithful? Why no. in the mistress
2: role? A lot of dudes like to think the mistress is faithful, just like they like to think their wife is faithful. Talk about it, sure. Talk about it. Everybody like to think somebody is faithful. That's normal. That's a, that's just a basic human need, right there.
1: And you just brought up something key, brother. You just brought up something, man. I don't even know if you know what you did. But what about all the women that are out here cheating? Doesn't all of this stuff we're talking about go both ways? You know, we talking we the, we're we're talking from the expectation that the wife, the honey bunch, is faithful. What are they yeah. out here? You know, letting long dong silver, you know, break her off and and they raw dogging it. What about that?
2: Oh yeah, what, I know for a hey, fact. Hey, Brad is Pitt. He got cheated on, no problem.
4: All I'm going to say is Brad Pitt.
6: What happened
4: to Brad Pitt? Brad Pitt, back in the day, was knocking on Robin Givens while Tyson was in the courtroom. He said it today on TV. He said he walked in and turned back around because he knew all he was going to get is some more charges.
0: He did that. He
4: said he should have seen the look on Brad Pitt's face when he walked through the door. It's CNN. Check it
2: out. Yes, yeah, yes. I mean, but my friend.
4: That and you wonder why she she got him. <laughs> she messed my man up. She oh yeah, is
10: yeah.
4: In his bed.
2: Oh yeah. The heavyweight
4: champion on the world. She Brad Pitt in that banging on his wife. Oh, he's
2: crazy. You know, Rodney. Right now, I wish I wish we had a woman on the line. You know, I always go <laughs> to give her perspective. <laughs> This would be excellent for the ladies to come in. I me,
1: mean, you, every week you say that, you know, and and I keep telling you <laughs> this, is, this is not what we do, you know. So yeah, I mean, me too. I would love if we had a, a woman on the line, but we don't. So
11: well, if you, uh, if you don't mind, um, you actually yeah, you I, knew, a, you guys were do that. I <laughs> knew it.
1: I, just I just knew, right knew so. it. Hello. Oh. Can you hear See me? Spoke it up. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yes, we hear you.
1: Is this some, this kind, of, some strange kind of joke? Yeah. You, <laughs> you have something
11: to add, young lady? Well, uh, I've been listening to the conversation. It's been quite interesting. If you don't mind, I'd love to offer uh, or share my story or give my perspective of some things I've heard this evening.
2: Oh. Okay. Uh. Well.
1: Your I, call, right? I, I'll make an executive decision, and um, if it's all right with you, fellas. Uh, for a 10
2: few o'clock? Minutes,
1: yeah, it's all right, Tentacles. 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 Yeah, hey, hey, the ball said go, so, you know, I'm, I won't get fired. Um, this,
2: this Monkey Wrench.
1: Yeah, I mean, so, I mean, but are you comfortable talking about this with us tonight?
11: Yeah, actually, you know, I haven't always been very comfortable, but uh, I think I can offer quite a bit of information and shed some light on, actually, my own personal story.
5: Wow. Wow. Mm. Brian, I'm but it's in protest. Just know that. <laughs>
11: okay.
1: Well, well I, how, how old are you? How old are you?
11: I am uh, 40 years old.
1: And you married, divorced right now. What, what's the deal?
11: Well, I'm recently <laughs> divorced. Uh, I was married um, a little over 10 years. Um, have a couple of kids. Um, but unfortunately, the reason why we divorced is because my husband stepped out on the relationship.
1: And he brought something back to
11: you? Uh, Yep, he certainly did. And it was not a, a slightly discussion either. Uh, my husband, uh, well, let me back up a little bit. He um, stepped out on the relationship. I found out about it. And, of course, as most women would do, they'd ask, well, did you use protection at least? And he was at least honest enough to tell me that he didn't, uh, which I was quite surprised by that. Um, and I heard you talk about that government working employee. Well, uh, we're both government workers and got great government insurance and went to get my nice free test. Um, in anticipation of that test, yeah, I was very scared. Um really taken back on the fact that, you know, the man that I've been faithful to, uh, I'm now having a discussion with him about having a test. Um, of course, you're most afraid of the big H word, right? Um, but uh, fortunately, unfortunately, um, he actually brought me herpes. Genital mm-hmm. herpes. Uh, I got a phone call sitting in the parking lot uh, from my doctor's office, and uh, they sat down and explained to me what the situation was. I had a conversation with my husband. Um, We actually uh, went through a year of counseling, uh, tried to reconcile the relationship, and then a year later I found out he had stepped out on the relationship again. Uh, this time, not just with one female, a couple of females. Wow. And wow. Interesting, enough, interesting enough, he... Uh, <laughs> I called him the second time, which made me really suspicious. He actually had a condom in his wallet this time. I'm like, well, you know, you're a married man. Why you got a condom in your wallet? It's not like we've been using it in the past year, although sex after finding out I was positive for uh, the herpes uh, virus um, you know, we still hadn't used the condom, it's not we weren't having sex that much, but we you know, when we did have it he wasn't using those condoms on me. So that's
4: a
3: question. Mhm. I just wanna put a um disclaimer out that this is an all man's call and you have entered the den. Um, so I'm going to ask a question to you um, that may be a little uncomfortable, and I hope that it's not, Um, but for a woman to find out that her husband cheated, did it ever cross your mind that there was something more that you could have done to prevent that from happening? Because you said you weren't having that
11: that much. Well, you know, without getting into too much, your time and the details. Um, you know, there's two sides or three sides to every story, right?
3: Sure. His side, sure.
11: my side, and and then the truth. But
3: his side may be a little different. Yeah, and Not his actions at all. Yeah. But as men, we 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 tell ourselves that it's okay to step out when things that are supposed to happen in our household don't happen. And we get the mentality that if you're not going to do it, then somebody else is going to do it. And I think that, you know, that's just how we think as men. And we make ourselves believe that we're doing what what we're supposed to do, is go out and get what we're not getting in the house. So, again, his story may be a little different than yours.
11: Right. Um, just to sort of paint a quick picture, and obviously this is from my perspective, Um. Like with every marriage, there's challenges. We had some communication issues. um, But with those challenges, it wasn't, you know, we're faithful, church-going family, um, you know, definitely Christians and had a strong belief um, in the sanctity of marriage. um, And doing the best we can, you know, we were investing in our marriage and, We probably could have taught, you know, marriage classes for that matter. Um, We knew the right things to do. We just hadn't put them in practice. And our relationship had gotten kind of strained toward, you know, toward the end. And instead of him seeking out good godly counsel, he chose to seek the comfort of another female. So... You know, he had a choice at the end of the day. I chose not to step out on the marriage, and he did. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And to go a step further with that, he did so in a way that unlike, you know, in the beginning you were talking about the guy that wore the, you know, you know, do you respect the one that wears the condom more or the one who doesn't? Well, you know, if you're going to be that trifling, at least wear the darn condom, right? Um. But that's just my perspective on that. Well,
3: see, well, see, there, there's a reason why I, I ask the question that way is because I do have understanding, and I have been the guy um, that cheated. And um, when I did it, it was a strictly rebellious act.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: It wasn't because of a need. It was a rebellious act. It was like, okay, you're not going to do it? Okay, well, I'm going to do it. And so when people are being rebellious, sometimes they're reckless. And, And, you know, and you never know um, a state of mind that someone is in when they're being reckless and rebellious at the same time.
0: And, And again, I'm not trying to
3: make up excuses for him, but what I'm saying is he may have been in a state of mind where he just didn't care because he felt as though what he was entitled to as a man, a married man, just wasn't happening. And, again, that may not be your situation, but this has happened so often in marriage. You know, and, and I, men have to resort to their instincts.
11: And you know, well, you know, agree. I got to go elsewhere. You know, you hit the nail right on the head, and it it kind of played out that way. You know, there were certain ease that he felt wasn't being met, and this is why I was so willing to work through that year. It was, you know, he cheated, and then we tried to reconcile. We, I thought. We were doing a great job, and then I found out otherwise. Um, but that that year of reconciliation was very tough. We had to deal with the fact that now I have contracted something outside of the marriage. We still had to address the original issues. Sure. Um, so I could have walked away at that point, you know, and simply said, forget it. But I also understood that I shared into the damage that had been caused into the relationship, and I was willing to work on that, despite the fact that I had to deal with this extra baggage that now had come into the relationship. So.
3: And uh, and and thank you for that, because mm-hmm. a lot of times you won't hear women admit to their role in it. It's always the guy was a dog, he cheated, yada yada yada. But there, you know, there's a there's a there's a, always a cause and effect. There's always a a reaction, Um, and I definitely appreciate you being honest with that.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean,
3: this this is
1: unreal. But, I mean, you mentioned, if I can go back, you say you you did have a a couple of kids. How old are your kids?
11: Um, The Kids are high school age. Uh, One had just uh, started college. The other um, is in... uh, in in uh, the eleventh grade, and then I got one that's uh, in middle school. Um, so
2: you got any boys? Uh,
11: yes, I actually do I have a son who's uh, the middle school age, uh, son who's college, and the one uh, daughter in high school.
2: Uh, how how is your oldest son, especially handling this?
11: Well, he um, well, first of all, divorce is nothing cute. The entire family has been distraught. I mean, we can ready to go through our first uh, holidays not being together, you know, in almost, you know, a little over 10 years of, of marriage. And, and it's just devastating. There's a lot of things you just take for granted, you know, the time of the family, the f- extended family that's affected, um, you know, beyond the kids. You, people typically think, you know, divorce, all oh, the kids are going to be distraught, this, that, and the other. But it, it's well beyond that. Um, So, I have to say, you know, at this point, um, you know, I did have a conversation with um, the kids on the matter of divorce. I really didn't initially get into the uh, discussion about the herpes, but then I did feel compelled to have a discussion with the older ones, you know, because they're in you know, a life of sexual activity, and I wanted to tell them, you know, this is what happened, and it's real. I mean, you you think, oh, you hear these stories, but guess what? Now there's a face with the story of people who have AIDS or who has herpes or whatever. Wow. Mm-hmm. Do you, do you Let me
3: ask, do you think that um, there's a chance of reconciliation?
11: Not at this point. I mean, the second round, no.
3: Um, so the second go-around might have been just, he, it might have been greed. It might not have been, because the second go-around, you were aware of his complaints of not getting what he wanted, so you were paying attention to that, and he still violated.
11: And and actually, I hate to say this, I think he just got smarter, right? uh Uh-oh. In terms of... You know, I hate to say you guys are not very good cheaters. Women study you very well. You change up your patterns. We're gonna catch on pretty darn quick. Um, well, but well, I, was, well, I, was, say, I was I was I was caught don't say off that. And the reason why I say don't,
3: don't say that because some of us are good cheaters. But again, <laughs> when it's when it's when it's because of when, when you're cheating because of resentment, you kind of want to get caught subconsciously. If that makes any sense.
11: In this case, I don't feel that at all. Okay. Um, as a matter of fact, he just flat out. I asked him, I said, was it even worth it? And he said, no. And if you hadn't have filed of the papers, we'd still be married. Wow. Okay. He didn't want the divorce. Um, he realized he seriously made a mistake, but he couldn't tell me, you know, why now? What is your issue? Why are you cheating? Because before, I got it. I understood the issues that we were addressing, and we were working through those. But now, why now you cheating? What is that all about? Sure, sure. Well, as,
4: as I have to say, I'm, I'm, I don't, I understand the first time, on the guy. But here's my problem, and and then you wonder why statistics is the way it is today. You know that you have something, and you provide, and you you give it to somebody else. What makes you think that you're still dominant enough to where you can just go out and have sex with somebody else without even telling them that you've had disease? The question
11: I have, did you ask him, did he tell the woman before? Oh, man, I, every question yes. I think of, I ask. Um, and what did he absolutely. say? Um, he said, no, he hadn't told the person. And what's so bad about <laughs> genital herpes, you can't protect yourself from that especially if you're having an outbreak, there's this process called shedding, and there's nothing the condom can do for that. Yeah, because the outbreak can happen. It doesn't happen in the same place twice, right? It can happen anywhere else. It it, it can. It generally will stay in the same area. And mind you, I went a year and a half before I had my first breakout. Hmm. But, you know, under the circumstances I had gotten tested, you know, and who knows how long he had been cheating even before, you know, I had gotten tested and found out. Um, but it is contracted, you know, from skin to skin contact.
3: How do you get tested for that? I mean, because normally I thought that if you, if you're not having a a, a breakout, then you then it's in remission, right?
11: No, it, it's through blood testing. Um, blood you can go to your physician and ask them to give you a. Um, long list of hello. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, we're yeah, we're here. Yeah, they can give you a, a long list of tests for any type of STD that you can think of, and it's usually detected through just a simple blood test.
6: Before the
1: test results came back, were you were you thinking you had something or no?
11: I didn't know what to think. Um, you know, anything's possible. Uh, you know, it doesn't set in until you get the results back, and then even at that, I was still in denial. Um, I cried and cried and cried and cried. It was, uh, it was totally devastating. Um, you know, not only because you betrayed my trust, but you even went a step further and put my life in danger, and you know, with something that I can't get rid of for the rest of my life.
1: Were you, you, and this is a difficult question, but I mean, were you kind of relieved that you had herpes and not HIV?
11: I don't even, let's see, it's, when you are tested, for HIV, you're not in the clear for about 18 months. I think I heard somebody say six, but my physician said 18 months. Um, I'm not even in the clear yet uh, as far as HIV. I need to get retested again. Um, And that's something that's taunting, you know, for a very long time because it doesn't end when you get that test. You're still in the state of wondering, you know, Is going to show up later. I mean, like I mentioned with the genital herpes, I got the test, but I had absolutely no symptoms. They told me what to expect. And when I had my first breakout, um, which was actually not long ago, um, I wasn't sure what it was. um, But, you know, I had some irritation in my vaginal area, and I went back to the doctor, and they took a culture and, Reaffirmed that yes, that's exactly what it is. Um, I asked why all of a sudden the breakout. They said it can be in a series of things: stress level change, your diet may have changed. It could be a number of things that set it off, and that's exactly what it was. I had uh, major changes in my diet, uh, significant stress, and it what triggered what triggered the outbreak. And I never know when it's going to come back, you know. It may come back next month. It may not. It also tends to come around a woman's menstrual cycle. Um, So, you know, it just depends on the person. Some people have a little breakout, and mine was very small. He wasn't even sure if he could, you know, test the culture because it was not a, you know, you get this vision of, you know, you go on the Internet and it just looks gross, right? And you look at the pictures, but it was nothing like that. It was a very small lesion, and had I not shown him, he wouldn't have seen it, the doctor.
1: Is, is there a cure yet for herpes or no?
11: No, there's no cure. Um, they prescribed to me uh, some pills to help reduce the symptoms. Um, and you, I take the pill three times a day. I can take it to prevent an onset. Like I typically take it right before um, my menstrual cycle um so that it doesn't reoccur. But you know, people who are living with this um uh, with this virus every day as a matter of fact, the statistics the latest that I've heard is one in 4 and it's probably worse in the Baltimore DC area. You have to take 3 pills a day every day. Um Definitely doing um, actually a total of six peels, two peels three times a day uh, for seven days. Um, You know, my insurance covers most of it, but, you know, and it does. The peels actually work. You know, it takes care of the irritation, Um, but, you know, it's, you know, the fact that you got to, Keep up the prescription. You never know when you're gonna have a breakout. It's it's more of a nuisance than anything else. One in four, twenty five percent of people have have herpes. It's that yeah. high? It is that
5: high. I mean, somebody
11: I yeah. mean
5: somebody on this phone got it and just ain't
11: saying it. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm I'm at least one. <laughs> All right,
1: we got one.
11: There <laughs> so we go. <laughs> wow.
1: Well, and and are the, are the pills, are the, are, the, are the meds costly? I mean, can, can you give us a range of how much it costs you yeah. out of pocket per month? I, um, like a, well, just a range?
11: Well, you know, I really don't know the actual cost because my insurance uh, coverage. Yeah. Uh, I only cap- pay my, you know, my deductible, which is about seven bucks. And um, they give me enough pills for, you know, about a 30-day supply's worth, which is about, you know, four breakouts, right? So um, that, you know, if I average a breakout a month, assuming, right, because of my cycle, um, I'd get the prescription for you once every four months.
1: And does having herpes decrease your lifespan at all?
11: No, no. Uh, You can lead a very normal life. Um, It's really the emotional baggage that comes with it and the, you know, and how people perceive you that's more devastating than the actual virus itself.
2: So how, how have people reacted outside of your family that, that that you've told you, that you have this, if you've told any of them? Um,
11: my friends are very understanding, and I think because of the circumstances, I, even if the circumstances were different, they probably would still be very understanding. Right. But I was... I, <laughs> Kind of coincidental, I was on the internet I subscribed to this blog And a gentleman had posted a very similar post About should he tell uh, People he's dating about You know, his situation And some of the people's responses Were quite, you know, very cruel You're nasty, you're this and you're that And, you know, some other people Had their facts together and understood You know, the situation But you know, you're going to get the people who are just, regardless the fact that you have, you know, something that's manageable but it's still, quote, a disease, you, you're you going to be tagged. You're going to be labeled.
1: Yeah. But kind of like a, you're stigmatized, like a scarlet letter.
2: Exactly. I was just about to say that.
1: Yeah. That A on your chest. You, you talk about the emotional baggage, and if you can recall, like, once you got the the diagnosis, when the results came back positive, you know you tested positive for herpes. I mean, what's the first thing that that came to your mind if if you remember? I mean, I don't know, you know, not to get up all in your business because I, you know, it, uh, have you ever had an STD in your life before? I mean,
11: I think there was a gentleman that was talking about the whole crab thing. Yeah, I've gotten the the little buggy, creepy crawler things, and you know, it's the extent of getting burnt before, but i tell you what was, um, and this is really emotional for me, but the thing that hurt the most was I was so faithful to this man, and I really took our marriage serious. I took our commitment very serious, and I think I'm a halfway attractive young lady, and I've certainly been approached on a number of occasions and I was certainly in the marriage that was being stressed and I made a choice. I said, I'm not gonna step out. This is between me, he and I, I'm gonna work this out. And for him to betray me in that way was totally devastating. I went in a state of depression.
0: Mm.
3: Wow.
5: That's the side you know that you don't hear. And that's the that part where I'm not really forgiven when people talk about well, you know, people don't really, you know, uh, consider the man's point of view of the fact that he was, uh, you know, he was cut off. Man, that's BS, man. You still got a choice. It's a choice that you make. So I'm just I'm happy happy that she said that.
3: And I'm the same way, and that's why I say constantly on this call, um, I don't, I, I have very little forgiveness for that. I will forgive you but I'm gone. There's no reconcile, there's no you know, cuz I'm, you know, I'm faithful. I'm a faithful guy. I've got no intentions on cheating. You know, um and if that were to happen, I just I, pro- I I would not recover well.
11: And what made it even worse? I mean, this is a man of God. He know he knew what his responsibility is as a man and the importance of marriage and our commitments and our vows. And I'm like, how could, you, how could you do this? It was just, that was the biggest challenge for me, even that year when we were reconciling, was to get to the point of not only forgiveness and building back the trust, but dealing with the whole issue of how could you abandon me like that?
0: Mhm.
1: But I mean, you know, with—I mean, we are, we all fall short of the glory yeah. of God, and I'm not condoning his behavior at all. But you know, we do all fall short, and some, you know, fall greater than others. Um, and you know, you, you you talked about how you know you you God fearing woman and you know faithful and everything, but you know through this situation, you know, the, the cheating, the herpes, the the dissolving of your marriage, you know, and, and At any point, were you ever angry at God?
11: To be perfectly honest, I'm struggling with that right now. Mm. Struggling with that right now. And my struggle is this. I made a commitment first to God when when we went before him. And I personally said, Lord, if you will... Bless me with, you know, the man, right? I will try and be the best wife that I could possibly be. I didn't say perfect. I said the best. And because I had taken those vows uh, so seriously, um, I sort of felt like, well, you know, Lord, I did everything you told me to. I didn't cheat. I did the best I could in the relationship. Yeah, we had struggles and challenges, but I hung in there. I even, you know, attempted to forgive this man after he had stepped out on a relationship, but yet you did not let my marriage work. Why? And I'm struggling with the lesson that I am supposed to learn from this.
2: If if, if I could say something, ma'am, to you, uh, just my humble opinion, and by the way, thank you for sharing this with us. Um, I'm just praising God that all it was, was herpes. Mm -hmm. And I know you got 18 months. I know you still got some time before you are officially in the clear, but I'm just going to claim that victory for you. And, you know, you move on and you somehow find a way to, you know, get back on your feet and and get back to your relationship with God. But I'm I'm just praying that it just stays at, at at herpes. Not saying herpes is, you know, no less or anything like that, but you know, that's that's just my opinion.
11: Well I, I certainly appreciate that. I really do. And it's it's really ironic too. I mean, I'm not saying that I was a saint before I was married and I did my share of dirt and took my share of risk. I'm it sure all I'm too. sure all
2: of us right now offering you a drink right now.
11: <laughs> And I'm, I'm, I'm just amazed that when I was not doing what I was supposed to do and I was being so disobedient and everything else, and then this happened, you know.
2: But but isn't that amazing how that works?
11: hmm
2: How, you know, I have a cousin who is an habitual cheater on his wife. And, you know, just to me, everything is is. is Perfect, more or less, for what I do know
0: mm-hmm.
2: you you know what I'm saying, you know, got away again, you know no no drama, no suspicion, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. Live to fight another day, type scenarios, you know with me, I walk on the carpet with my shoes on, and you would have thought I was the worst person in the world,
4: <laughs> and it, you, you but you know what I'm saying. Yeah,
2: I understand. And you know, it's like, well, dang, you know, this dude over here is doing this mad, you know, this crazy stuff, and and here I am, you know, with my wife, and she just putting me through the ringer. You you know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying that I think about my cousin every time, you know, me and my wife get into it, but it's like it, it all—it's a trip how people look and how easy it is to do bad,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and how hard it is to try to be good. It's a struggle
3: to try to make those morally right decisions every time, day in and day out. And 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 let me just echo on that. Um, and and again, you got to know that that your cousin, at, at some point, he's going to have to answer for that. Oh, absolutely. But the the mystery of it all is, you never know when he's going to have to answer that. Right. He may have to answer once he gets his life together thinks he's in the clear and that he's living right, he may have to answer for that. And again, if if we all knew how God operates, then we would be God. So, you know, to say that we felt that, you know, we that, that we're doing all the right things, we did everything he said, you really don't know if we've done. I mean, this could be a test of all tests. This, what you're going through right now could be, you know, God testing you, you know, to see how far you're going to take this man that you asked for, you see what I'm saying, so we just we just don't know we don't know if it's over with, we don't know what's to come, but I think that you know um being faithful and still praising in these rough times is what we need to do because you know he's not going to give you more than you can handle, and just like I said, it could have been worse. You know, and I and I know, right? And I can't say that I understand what you're going. I can understand what you're going through, but I'm not going through it. But I've gone through some rough times, and I know that those are the times when you gotta praise him the the most. Yeah. If that if that means anything, you know. um, Again, he's not done with you.
11: Yeah, and it's it's not. He's got a lot more to show you. It's not that I have any less faith or trust in God. I just, you know, it's it's like. You just want to know why. Yeah, father-child type relationship, you know. No. I'm kicking and screaming, and I'll have to be perfectly honest. I'm in a total state of rebellion. I don't even want to talk about it. I'm just Understood. sort of like, not you now. Know.
3: Understood. Oh, well, I
2: understand. Trust me, yeah, I I maybe. understand that.
11: You ain't the only
3: one that's been there. Oh even. man. You know what I'm man. saying? i mean You know, it, it it is what it is, and we and I'm glad that you shared that. You know, and and. You know, um, we do a lot of shows on here, but a lot of times we don't get to talk to, you know, someone that is is, is living it. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know what I mean? And, and and it is a blessing for us to, to be able to get that tonight so we understand um, exactly what is expected of us as men, as husbands, because now we see the other side of it, most definitely. Yeah. And
1: that- <laughs> just to just to follow up on that and, and, and echo that, I mean, this is, I know it's emotional for you, and you know, I will just ask, you know, one more question, and then we'll we'll move it along. And I just echo those sentiments that T-Hawk just said. But what, if anything, what what, what words of advice can you give the fellas tonight? What 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 is the so you're still trying to work out the lesson and all that. I, we we get that. I mean, but what one piece of advice, what words of wisdom could you share with the fellas tonight that that would help us be better
11: husbands? Um, I, I really, I really don't think people understand the true impact of when you step out of relationship. How it deeply is one of the deepest cuts and wounds that you can give your wife. You can you can probably do everything else in the sun. You can be bad with the money I'd be lazy and I do the honeydew list. But when you take something so sacred as the intimacy you have in that bedroom and you go out and you treat it so cheaply you know and with such disrespect and put it out there and put your family at such risk. I mean even if You didn't contract anything. You're risking the fact that you're going to totally, possibly have to answer for what you did and wreck your family. And the implications are huge. I really didn't realize how much our marriage had impacted other people. And there's still people today that are like, oh, my God, I can't believe you guys are, you know, divorced. You guys had the most wonderful marriage. and you know, relatively speaking, we actually did have a good marriage. Um, and we would still be together if he hadn't stepped out the second time. Um, and even to get back to that point of where we could even, where well, I could get to a point of even forgiving, it was, it took a lot. And, and I really don't think I could ever go back to him now because the trust is just way too far out of whack, but It's so not worth it. And when I talk to him and I ask him, he will tell you to this day, it really wasn't worth it. So you need to decide, is it really worth you throwing that away for some cheap sex? Because it couldn't have been all that great because you came back home.
3: Have you forgiven him?
11: I have. I am actually dating someone right now. Um, and which was a whole, you know, it's probably a whole nother show because when Got I divorced, it. now I'm like back in the dating thing.
2: Oh my God. It's have a drink.
11: More, See. It's even more complicated because now I'm carrying extra baggage with me. And how do you get into a conversation? Oh, by the way, I have her. Hmm. Mm.
2: It's not something you discuss with dessert, right?
11: No, it's terrifying. And and as a woman going through this, you know, you just, it wreaks havoc on your self-esteem. You, um, you know, fortunately I found someone who was very understanding. I did have to disclose it to him. And it was the most difficult conversation for me to have, but I just had to tell him.
2: How, How long knowing him did you decide to tell him?
11: Well, we had uh, been dating for a couple of months, and we had gotten intimate, and we used the condom, and um, of course, my first episode occurred right after that, um, my first breakout, and I was like, stop, what am I doing? I need to tell him, right? And so uh, I told him what was going on, and... Uh, we just clicked so well. He was very understanding. Um, he said he was okay with it, and we'll go through it together. Wow. He understood the situation. Now, that's rare. I mean, I've got a girlfriend who's been dealing with this for years. She actually has shared with me uh, one night over a couple of drinks that she had this issue, and then I was like, oh, by the way, I'm in the same club. So you never know someone that you're friends with for such a long time, but they actually can around. And, uh, she, and she's she been very helpful and educating me, and she's been dating for a while, and she's gotten to the point she doesn't even tell guys anymore because of their reaction.
2: Is she, is she having sex with guys and not telling them?
11: Well, she tries to take precautions like she won't. Let them have uh, oral sex with her. She won't have sex when she's shedding. Uh, she always uses a condom, but there's still a risk. You can still, yeah. you know, you can still infect
3: someone. The, use this term "shedding." What, what is that?
11: Shedding is uh, when you have a breakout, of open yeah. wound. There's a like a scabbing over. And that whole process of the open womb and the scabbing over is the shedding process,
3: oh okay, I got you I got you you,
11: gotcha. but otherwise, it's you know dormant you don't, i mean you don't there's no physical evidence other than it's in your bloodstream, but definitely when you're shedding, you gotta open sores or whatever you are hot hot hot, mhm.
1: Uh- you know, you, you say you got a new new boyfriend, and are you worried that, that this could happen to you again? You know, your your new man giving you yet another STD?
11: Um, anything's possible, but, you know, I was married, <laughs> right? Thinking that I was in a monogamous relationship, so... I, You know, my, my perspective on things is so different now. Um, and, and I hate to say this, it may sound a little crass, but I can't even get hung up on that. I really can't. And I'm like, okay. I tried to do it right and it didn't work for me, so what the heck?
0: Mm-hmm.
3: We get that.
11: Yeah.
1: Wow. And again, um, thank you, I mean, it's, thank you all for.
3: Oh, absolutely!
2: For thank you, ma'am. Yes, yeah.
11: indeed.
1: Great um,
2: education.
1: Yeah, well, thank very. Thank
11: you guys. Thank you guys.
4: Yeah. Well, one thing about it is there's another release off your shoulder. By just coming on the show, being able to release your pain to us, that that's another way of God working with you. Well, I appreciate it. Take the it. stress more off that, uh, off off of you.
11: I've gotten to the point where I don't feel, and and maybe I'm not your typical girl, but I don't feel, people don't necessarily, the opinions drive me so much. Um, I could care less how you feel about me. Um, Right. But I think the fact that we're quiet about it and so many people are living with it and don't talk about, these real issues is really more damaging than to be upfront about our feelings, the emotions we're carrying. And that's why I think this talk show is awesome because you are exposing and giving light to some very dark secrets that people carry around or have questions about or really need to talk about. And suffering in silence is really no good.
3: No.
2: And so. I, I, when I gave Rodney this topic, and uh, I, you know, I explained to him, you know, this this topic don't apply to the brothers on this call because we're all, you know, some pretty, you know, top notch brothers. But this call is for you know someone that's going through this common um, uh, p- scenario that we're talking about right now. You know this 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 is just something for them to, to this is something for them to hear, to hear the thoughts and ideas, the concepts, you know, and to to also let them know that, you know, you if you, you love your wife and you you love your marriage and you love your family, you know you need to do the right thing. Whether to do the right thing and not get in trouble in the first place or do the right thing, as in, you know, you've messed up. Now go ahead and, and, and let people know. You know, don't continue to just keep operating in secrecy.
11: Mm-hmm. Definitely get to the root of those issues, because if you don't, mm-mm.
1: Yeah, and fellas, I want to ask you all a question. Um, what kind of man... Would knowingly date and ultimately marry a woman that has herpes or is HIV positive? Are you that guy?
2: That guy. Wow.
4: Meaning, after you find out, like this this gentleman that she's dating now, or is that's that correct? That's what
1: absolutely, you're... absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Well, if you're educated and.
4: and 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 that's the difference is a lot of us and half of the problem is, is a lot of us are are, are not educated to uh, what these these sexual transmitted diseases do for us. We're, we're so busy trying to be quiet and and and, and be selfish, right. That that um, we don't care about that other person's body and what it does to their mind, the body and the soul. So, if you're a person that who who is educated and knows something about like uh one of the gentlemen said he he read a whole lot on it while he was in college. He's educated on what's going on, then yes, you know that you can live uh, with somebody with that disease as long as y'all are both uh, honest to each other and also follow the rules or whatever you have to do to make sure that the breakouts don't happen and, and you can have a very
1: long living life. And and I don't know if y'all are aware or not, but they're, they're actually dating websites for people with STDs. What? Yes.
2: That I didn't know. I didn't know that one.
1: As I was doing research for the show, you know, I found out that they have dating websites. If you have an STD, and I didn't go in, you know, to find out, you know, if you had, if you matched up the STDs or how it worked, but they do have websites for dating for people who have STDs. Wow!
3: I want to take a stab at answering that question, okay. and I think that um, when love is concerned when you love someone you make a decision um i mean because you can you can not be with someone cuz they have hurt you and then never find anybody else ever again in life and be lonely um there's so many things that can happen there's so many things that can that can that can go wrong in a relationship um but i think it's a true test of love and commitment when you tell somebody that i'm going to accept you and whatever baggage you're bringing in. And again, if you if you are educated to the fact, especially when herbie's is concerned, and when it's go times and stop signs. See what I'm saying? And you understand that I think that you can still love someone and accept because a person with that is looking for someone that is educated and that really um um will share in whatever it is that you're going through. You see so again I'm saying if you if you have love for someone you can you can be with someone that has herpes or HIV and 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 get through it. Hey, hey T-Hawk. Yeah. can I can I pick it back on you real quick. Please do.
2: Hey, just to answer that question again after listening to T-Hawk talk Rodney. Mm-hmm. I I put it like this. What if my wife had herpes? or HIV, and I'm not talking about catching it after we've been together, but what if she had it before we met? Mm-hmm. And, you know, all the joy that I have being with her and, and how happy she makes me, would I miss out on that simply because she has her b's yeah. HIV, and I could tell you right now I wouldn't miss it for
6: the
3: world. Mm-hmm. Not at all. Because you're not going to let that dictate your future. Sure. All the
2: moments, nah, I wouldn't miss that. I wouldn't miss out on that.
3: And that is a true testimony of how much you love a person when you're willing to put your own self at risk for that.
1: Mm. Let me ask you a question to y'all. And this is a it's almost 11 o'clock. This is one of those questions. How would you feel if some guy did this to one of your daughters?
2: Oh. I gotta See, go on there mute. you go. I got to go on mute. I'm, I'm
1: talking to T.H.E. Go on mute. Yeah, hey, I'm on mute too. Talking to T how, how would you feel if some guy did this to one of your daughters?
3: Well, that that's a tricky question. And the reason why I say it's a tricky question because normally in a situation um, – It takes two people to engage. Um, It takes two people to engage, but um, I would take responsibility for not educating them on the safety of, 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 of being protective while having sex. I would have to take something, you know, take some responsibility. Yes, I would want to cause bodily harm to the individual. Um, But again, well, that's not a really easy question to answer because there's so many things that, there's so many factors that come into play, you know. I would be a little upset at my daughters for being irresponsible. And because, you know, and I'm not talking about because neither one of them are married. So this is a total situation, different situation than than the one that's been at hand all night.
1: So you're you saying know, that it partly could be their fault by not protecting themselves.
2: Of course, of course. Uh-huh. t what would you do if your daughter was married and a husband gave them HIV?
3: Mm. Hold I'm going up. back
2: on mute.
3: No, yeah, you ain't got to go back on mute, but, you know, the answer to that question will not be said on a recorded conversation.
2: Yeah. Mm.
0: Period. Period.
3: So you wouldn't you wouldn't
2: fault your daughters for not being educated for protecting themselves? That kind of question I asked you drove, drove a totally different response, right? It's a total different response. It's
3: a yeah, total welcome. different Have response. It's a, a total different response. Have a drink. Have a seat, man. Yeah, because yeah, cause it may come to a point where I wouldn't be on this call on Tuesday nights.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You'd be calling from somewhere else.
3: <laughs> I might not be calling from nowhere.
4: Well, you you know, they can call collect, you know. Now they got cell phones in jail. They got cell
3: phones in jail. Yeah, because, again, again, that's, you know, that's, you know. But,
1: you know, we we, we talked about the daughters, you know, getting
3: an
1: STD. And what about, how would you feel if it was your son? that was out here spreading STDs, you know, maybe, maybe he's out here spreading herpes, maybe he's out here spreading HIV. How would you feel if it was your son
2: spreading HIV? Or the moment I find HIV. out, I crack his head. Yeah. We, we got yeah. to go. Yeah. We got yeah. to go. Yeah. Got to get home, go but one
0: man.
2: on. I got to lay hands on you for being reckless with people's lives, first of all.
3: Yeah, I'm him Every time I see you.
2: First of all, because you know better. That's number one. Number two, I'm making him tell everybody.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And I don't care if I got to get a tattoo and tattoo it on his forehead myself. You gonna make sure you let people know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it I wouldn't know. be as strong as. Someone stepping out over the husband's cheating on my daughter and giving her HIV. But it would be, be a pretty strong response. Yeah. Once I found out all bets off. Yeah.
4: This is actually a tough conversation, too. Cause
2: this is a very tough conversation.
4: Because you got to think about it, man. Um, especially when you go look at that celebrity, somebody who, you know, they don't have to, I guess, uh, Work to get get the draw from some 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 any other woman, and they look at them differently. They don't look at them as as a lady. They look at them as just a piece of meat, if we could say that properly. Um, don't I've seen it where some people say they get what they deserve. Wow. When you have that mentality like that, I mean, we've seen it in the news where. You know they arrested a the guy because he had. Um, this was a couple of, uh, uh, earlier this year in D.C. There was a guy who knew he had HIV and he was just sexually having sex with women because he was doing it out of spite. What do you say about that person? Just doing it out of spite,
3: just he mad. I know I, I got want everybody else to get it. Yeah. He just wants everybody else to have it because he's going
4: through it. But there's a place for people. But shouldn't be a shouldn't. It, but it goes back to even when you have problems in your marriage, you have you 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 try to recommend counseling. Should there be a recommendation for counseling when you get a sexually transmitted disease, or should it be a class that you should take? And so that you can learn about the Gs. I know they give you pamphlets and say, you know, give you, make you responsible for reading it yourself. But should there be class, mandatory classes that you have to take or anything like that?
3: For STDs?
4: Yeah. yes. So, so you can be, become educated. I mean, they they have pamphlets. I know they give you pamphlets oh, and say, here, read this. But how oh, many no, people no, grab no, that pamphlet no. and
3: <laughs> throw it in the trash? It's taught in schools. I, right. know this, I I know this because I actually have the um the um the software on my computer. Yeah, but we're talking we're not we're not talking
4: about young kids. I'm talking about grown adults that know this but no, still no.
3: fail to be educated about. You gotta stop making excuses for folks, man. That's like being 30 years old. Somebody telling you how to manage your bills. At a certain point, you got You have to self-educate, you know, and understand how important it is to know these things. You know, if you're out there 30, 32, 33 years old in the club having unprotected sex, shame on you. Dating having unprotected sex, shame on you. Because we all know, the billboards all up and down Route 301, we see them. Well,
0: I'm
3: right there with you, I'm just saying. Yeah, they see them. People understand that. Nowadays, I mean, it's but it's been dangerous. Not for five years, ten years, twenty years, thirty years. This isn't anything new.
2: And and, and you know what, brother T Hawk, you are correct. Um, I'm I'm going to go ahead and use this as a perfect opportunity to uh, go into the closing. And uh, before we were married. Many of us had sex and the condom broke. We have always looked for proof that God is real. But think back to how many times that condom broke and you were okay afterwards. Mm. Many people have had a condom to break only once, and their lives have been changed forever. So with that, brothers, I say we take a moment just to thank God for keeping us when we depended so heavily on the engineering behind the condom, and that condom failed. Many people have depended on the engineering behind a condom to shield them from their moral weaknesses, but for an unfortunate few, those choices have had devastating results. For those who will be affected by the circumstances of this topic tonight, I ask that you teach others about your life so one day we can minimize this tragic circumstance that is all too common.
1: Now, hold How are you going to drop the conclusion on my show? I noticed your topic and everything, but you just dropped it. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold
9: No, 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 I mean, you know what, I
1: mean, I appreciate all of that, brother. I mean, that's that's great words and all. But what if, what if the condom doesn't break? I mean, won't wearing a condom, you know, you're talking about the condom breaking and all. I get that. That was all great. Sounded great. But won't wearing a condom protect us from contracting HIV? Hey,
9: I'd like to chime in here. I've been listening to the conversation. It's great it. candor, but I'm uh, I'm pretty amazed at how much confidence you guys have in uh, that, that little thin piece of rubber. You know, originally condoms were uh, designed to prevent pregnancy. And if you notice, a lot of them now aren't marketed for that anymore. And when they are, they say on there it can reduce the risk of pregnancy but can't prevent it. And, well, why is that? I mean, it's not because they're worried that you're going to forget to use it. They're worried you're going to sue because you're going to use it and the woman's still going to get pregnant. So wh- where did that idea come from? Well, there's been a lot of studies done <clears throat> on how effective are condoms in preventing pregnancy stopping sperm, being a barrier to sperm, and those studies come out with failure rates somewhere between 5 and 30%. That means if the man and the woman rely on condoms for a year, there's as much as a 30% chance she's going to get pregnant, not because he forgot to put it on or, or, you know, they neglect, they did something wrong because they exclude those results from the study. So they do everything right and there could be as much as a 30% chance the woman gets pregnant over the course of a year. Even though she's only fertile, what one week a month? <clears throat> so okay, what does that have to do with uh, uh, HIV or, or sexually transmitted diseases? What's the main difference between HIV, a virus, or the virus that causes herpes? The size compared to sperm—it's <clears throat> the size. Virus, viral particles are extremely small. They are four or five hundred times smaller than a sperm. So you're asking a condom to block transmission. Of something that's four or five hundred times smaller than sperm, and we know it, it's not very reliable uh, to prevent pregnancy. You keep using condoms four or five years, you're going to get pregnant. Well, keep using them if you're HIV positive, <clears> or <throat> you have herpes, and it's only a question of how long, how much time is going to go by, the, the woman's going to be infected. <clears throat> so when I hear people say, "Well, if, if, if a man, if a husband's infected, he has to respect his wife by," You know, using a condom, or well, I, I got to protect my daughter. I'm going to educate her, make sure she protects herself by by making sure that they practice safe sex and use a condom. Yeah, that re- reduces the risk, but the risk ha- doesn't go away. It's not zero. And when you're talking about a disease that you're going to go to your grave with, that's you know, I, I was so struck by that woman's uh, uh, testimony. I mean, that that, that was gripping. She's going to live with this the rest of her life. It's going to affect her relationships. <clears throat> Is that kind of risk worth taking it uh taking? Uh because well condoms will reduce the risk but and I don't know what the risk is, but I'm gonna go ahead. I mean they have done studies of condoms affecting <clears> this. <throat> they were they were doing it on homosexual men. So one the man was uh was HIV positive, the other man was, was not. And this was actually funded by the C D C. They stopped the test after a few months. Why? Because all the test was doing was infecting a lot of uh a men that when they entered the test weren't infected. And these were people participating. They were using the condom properly. They were using it every time. They were getting interviewed regularly to make sure they were practicing safe sex. It, it wasn't effective. Why isn't it effective? Well, <clears throat> that's a whole other discussion. You know, I'm a rubber chemist. I'd be happy to talk about that. Probably kind of boring. All that really matters is it doesn't, It can't prevent pregnancy 100% of the time. It surely can't prevent transmission of a tiny viral particle uh, 100% of the time. Then you have diseases like chlamydia. Chlamydia doesn't require a seminal fluid; it's in the general genital area. So uh, you use the condom, fine. You can still transmit that disease to the woman. Wow. So uh, I guess my 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 take on point on this this whole discussion is: you guys have a lot of faith in condoms that I don't think is warranted. Wow. Wow. Yeah. There it is. You,
1: just, you, yeah, you yeah. about you, you just burst their condom like burst yeah, that's their That's it. Yeah.
2: The nuclear
9: option.
1: that's, that's it. it. I don't <laughs> yeah. know about that five to twenty-five
5: percent thing. So that, that I don't know that's
9: about that. A, that's not an opinion. You, you I mean, I, I've got I've got tons of literature on this. You uh, Google it, look up the studies. A lot of them are you can get the documents; they're publicly available, and they've been done. I know the Nurses Association did one. Different health groups, the government have done them. And they get different results because there's some statistical variation. The lowest I've ever seen is 5%. That means one year, 5%, 5% chance the woman gets pregnant, uh, the, as high as 30%. So, you know, pick a number. Maybe it's 10%. Okay, oh, I'm sorry. I
5: thought you said 5% chance of, of stopping it. I'm sorry. Okay. No, no.
9: And that, that's that's over a year. But okay. Two, two important differences. The woman's only fertile some of the time and sperm is a whole lot larger than viral particles. Now, people can make the argument, well, how many sperm cells are in the seminal fluid versus how many HIV particles? And that depends on how how long ago did you get the infection? You know, that varies. Likewise, herpes. The, the woman was talking about, she has certain outbreaks. And so you can try to deal with that, but the risk is never gonna be zero. So, I mean, I have a daughter. Fortunately, she's married, and I think they're both, you know, committed to their marriage. But, boy, if she was telling me, yeah, I, I'm, I'm safe because I'm making sure my sexual partner's use kind of, I'd be scared to death. Mm-hmm.
3: Wow. That's another way of looking at it, no doubt.
9: Yeah. So, so not my perspective. I know nobody wants to hear this, but the only thing that works, <laughs> the only thing that works is monogamy. or There abstinence. it is. Abstinence. No doubt. No doubt.
2: Wow.
3: Wow. Yeah. Wow. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, what do you say to that? That's me. I don't know what
1: you can say. I got a a, a few more to say um, after that. And thank you for that, brother. I mean, that that was just right on time. Um, But a few last questions here, uh, fellas. Um, I want to talk about the church. This is one of another one of those after eleven questions. Does the church embrace people with herpes or people who are HIV positive the same way they embrace people with cancer or leukemia?
2: I don't know. I would like to say yes, but I can only assume no simply because of my experiences dealing with churches.
1: Speak on it, brother.
2: Well, the first place you can expect judgment in some cases is a church. And I have remember growing up as a kid, uh, my aunt made a large donation to her church. And the pastor gave a whole sermon about how a member gave a large amount of money, but he couldn't reveal who that member was out of fear of repercussions, from the members within the church because they are so judgmental. And so, you know, if it ever gets out of public knowledge that you have herpes or HIV, in my in my experience growing up, I, I say you can only expect judgment in some churches. Mm. And fakeness in a lot of other
6: ones.
0: Mm. Mm-hmm. Wow.
6: Yeah, you also still got that stigma with uh, HIV and and homosexuality, which you know conflicts with you know the beliefs of a lot of churches. So you know it's hard to embrace it on one end when you know a large population of of of, of that subculture could you know have that that disease. Wow. Yeah, I'm
0: gonna have to I'm
5: gonna have to agree. That uh, it's probably not embraced in the same way, because you know, when you uh, when you go to church, uh, for some reason, uh, you know, there's just certain sins, so to speak, that carry a, you know a, a larger stigmatism. So you know, despite the fact that I might you know cheat on my taxes or uh, you know uh, you know being embezzler of money or you know what you know what other whatever commandment I might be breaking, um, yeah, let me find out somebody else's uh, you know, having sex outside of marriage and you know, got caught. Or, you know, whatever, you know, that's that's an abomination. So ultimately, you know, it seems like you're you definitely judged a lot a lot more harsher than someone else you
1: who uh was,
0: you? Mm.
1: that's good words and you know, you talk about, you know, cheating and get caught and I wanna rewind it back to the top. All the way back to the top first story we told, and let's say you have a mistress, your mistress tests positive for HIV, she passes it to you, and you proceed to pass it along to your wife. So now, how do you and your wife cope as a couple? Can you cope as a couple?
2: i say it just depends. It depends on the individual. I mean, you know, we had a young lady on here who received, you know, an STD from her husband, and she stayed faithful. She took her vows to heart. I mean, she stayed faithful.
4: Yeah, but we talked about that, too. I mean, one of the questions that Rodney asked at the beginning was, should he go? Because he, you know, he contracted this disease and passing. and I said, most men are going to beg to stay, and most women will because of their faith in their marriage will agree to stay. But the problem is is the education, you know, it's almost like I think Tony said it in a uh in a past show is that you got to restart your marriage all over again. That marriage is now void and dead. You you really start from the beginning because you have to build that that trust. And I don't think in all cases Trust is ever built up. It's just saying I'm sorry and moving forward. Then you see it, it end up happening again.
1: Words. But what about your family and friends? I mean, how I, I, how would you deal with them? You know, again, you got caught out there. You know, your mistress had HIV. She gave it to you. You gave it to your wife, and y'all have decided to stay together or whatever. But how do you?
2: How do you deal with your family and friends on that note? As, 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 as delicately as possible, because you 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 made a, a reckless decision. You've 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 changed your wife's life dramatically, your kids' life, their family's life. the friend. I mean, the impact is just incredible. The fallout from this is just incredible. So you you just you just. Somehow, kind of own this monster. I mean, this tremendous monster. You just own it, and 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 just uh, just man up. Don't 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 try to you know don't try to sugarcoat it or run from it. Just man up.
6: Now, if you if you're gonna to try to work it out, I don't know that I would necessarily advise that you 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 tell too many people because you know then you're subject to not only the the scrutiny of your spouse that's already hurt and, and that mistrusting you. But then you're subject to the scrutiny of everybody else and then people in, in that person's ear. And, um, you know, so you may not want to reveal And I think the sister even says she didn't really talk to the kids about that aspect of it at first. Um, you know, so there may be some discretion needed on that.
4: Yeah. And then she also and in, in said that, you know, it was a shock when people actually really did find out because, I mean, you it's your marriage, so you want to keep it in-house. I mean, it's it's a problem that only you two can handle. So you want to keep all the outside forces it, out because they're going to give you the advice that you don't want to hear.
2: And, and you may want to keep it in-house, but you and I both, y'all both know, the moment family finds out or close friends find out or however they find out, it's a wrap.
4: Yeah, yeah, because it, it goes back to what, you know, Rodney asked Tony would. If his, the only way he would find out if his daughter told him, or if he found he'd probably be mad if she told somebody and he got back to him. But those, there's, I mean, how many issues have you had in, that's going on in your marriage right now that you've told outside sources? I mean, it's not too many. That amazes that you're going to be sitting there talking about unless you're going to confine somebody that you know that's not going to say anything. Right. So a lot of us will not know for a long time. I mean, because like Tom said, our reaction is you may not hear me. You might hear it from a collect call from uh, the correctional center if we find out. Because we got to go on. Now we got to have a conversation with, with the husband. But You know, nine times out of ten, a woman's not going to tell her, you know, her parents because they don't want anybody to know.
1: The words. Ike, I want to ask you a question. Yes, sir. And this is the next to the last question, then we'll get it over to open mic. But if this was you, how mm-hmm. would you apologize for all of this? You got caught out there. You were cheating. Whether you had a condom or not, whatever the case may be, you got caught up and now you're HIV positive. You passed the disease along to your wife, and she's HIV positive. How do you apologize for all of this? Can you even apologize?
2: Uh, you know, me personally, you know, I, I don't even know. If I would be able to say I'm sorry, I don't think I, me personally, if this was me, I wouldn't have the strength to say I'm sorry. Simply because I know what my wife, I know what my wife went through. You know, her mother was murdered at an early age, and I know one of the, the one of the main wants that my wife hope and pray for every day is that she can be there for her children, and I know for me to take that away from her, and then to try to say I'm sorry, knowing what I know about her and how she came up, I I, I don't think I don't think I would be strong enough to even say I'm sorry. I, you know, I, I just don't think I would be able. To, I I don't know. I mean, because just apologizing for it. But what I know about my wife. I mean it it just you know me me trying to wrap my, my mind around this whole thought process of putting myself in these unfortunate shoes, I just can't see myself, you know, it's it's like I can't get there. It it would it would it would take it would just take a miracle from God to get me to that mental state after causing so much damage and I have a small idea of how much damage I'm causing just to get myself prepared to say that.
1: Hmm. Anybody else want to take a stab at that? How do you apologize for all of this? Can you even apologize?
3: I don't know, Ronnie, can you?
9: Let's
4: let's just talk about it. Let's just talk about it. I mean, you can apologize. I mean, you said it at the beginning. You, You played the clip. Of magic, right? Yeah. yeah, he
2: did. He did.
4: And and magic we, we we all read the books. We all know he was at the Playboy mansion every day.
0: You know? <laughs> Getting it in.
4: Getting it in. We know you know, we all read the books. We all know the story. If you're a basketball fan, you know the story. And uh, he says once he found out he had to make that that decision. He, but see, he, he was he. You know, he said, "Listen, I understand if you leave, but one is, but it has to take time, and a person has to be in that position because Cookie already had to know that he was already out there in the street, and she was just hoping that he wouldn't bring anything home." But I'm bringing that story up to just this past weekend with this young, this young football player and his, his girlfriend with the, the new baby. Now, it ended with an argument which ended in death. Now, we kind of can tell what the argument was about because they said in the news that, you know, he was with another woman the night before. Hmm. Hello. Wait a minute. So
2: he was with another woman?
4: He was with another – in the latest report, so you got to look on CNN, but it, it said that before the incidents he was with a he was with another lady the night before. So we already know what the argument was about.
3: Holy cow.
4: Wow.
3: No, he was at he went somewhere to, 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 to sleep to sleep the alcohol off. If that's what you're talking about. And I think it was in a, a a two women's apartment and then they had to wake him up so he can make practice the next morning. so he, he
4: don't come home. And you had two women's apartments. Now, can you say that right now, baby? No, but, 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 but. I, was, I was so drunk, <laughs> I couldn't come home last night, and two women had to wake me up. Now, what's that conversation you're going to be like?
0: Girlfriend was
3: also out that night. She just made it in just a little bit earlier than him. She made it home. I mean, I mean, think about it. If you get caught cheating, is that reason for you to kill somebody? No.
4: No, but
3: uh,
4: if that lifestyle is the lifestyle that you live, I mean, you're going to have these types of arguments. I mean, he handled it wrong, but it's just the point is what we're talking about tonight. You're going to have this argument the first time you say something. It's going to jump off. It's not a pleasant conversation. you did still magic. She said it right there. I stole it. Five.
0: Wow. He
4: felt it. It's but you understand what I'm saying? And yeah, these I things these things can escalate not only because we're talking about a whole change of your body.
3: Your relationship. Well yeah. Life as you know it is over with. Now you take Life as
4: you know it is over with. Okay.
3: But uh so is you can't eat probably. You know certain activities you can't do, you got your grandkids coming over your family members, certain ways you can't be you know around them. I mean a lot of things change
4: a lot of things change so when 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 Rodney's asking this question you gotta look you gotta look at the bigger picture how yeah, it affects you
6: mentally
1: and i wanna I wanna talk about somebody I just brought up and that's just right on time um. I want to talk about Cookie, Magic's wife. Now, to my knowledge, they're still together today, right? Yeah. Yeah. What kind of woman is Cookie? A good woman, bad woman, stupid woman, great woman, wise woman? I mean, what what is your opinion of Cookie? You know, because the interview I played, you know, was... You know, after you know, this is many years after. This is uh, many years after you know he came out and said he had HIV. But what what what, what is your opinion of Cookie?
3: There's only one True. word for it. Faithful. Cookie is a married woman. Mm, a
0: faithful
4: married woman.
3: Ooh. Wow. So you got to
4: add faithful in that because right. she's faithful to her vows. No, you don't. No, you don't. That's too and much. And that's the difference. That's too much. That doesn't help. That's, that's your vows. I mean, that's
3: a married woman. That's a vow. But, but the definition speaks for itself. Cookie's a married woman, and she understands. Now, I'm not just saying that to say that you should forgive for that because the word says you don't have to for adultery, but she is a married woman in every sense of the meaning. That's right.
0: Mm. Good words.
1: That is good words. With that, I want to ask my final question, fellas. What if your wife cheated and contracted herpes or HIV and passed the disease along to you? Is that a deal breaker for you? Yes. It's a double standard. Yes. Yes. It's a double standard. So you're gone. Divorce. We got to go.
2: I got to go, man.
1: We got to go. It's
4: just like ha- you're just finding her having sex. You got to go.
2: First of all, a woman cheating on a man is a lot you know we've already talked about this dynamic is different than from women than from men cheating on women just because of the way women are and the way men are now, if we just gonna judge apples for apples cheating is cheating, then okay, uh, yeah, we would all take the cookie approach, but I know for my wife to cheat on me, I know there has to be something there you know you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. More than just a physical thing. You 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 know what I'm saying? And, and true it may only be a physical thing, but as we all know, emotions begin to blossom from that physical thing. Talk about it. So how are you gonna tell me you done cheated on me, not only cheated on me, but you done cheated on me with a cat that was cheating on you or what doing whatever, got something, gave it to you, and now you done gave it to me. Are you sorry because you caught something And it impacted me Or are you sorry that he cheated on you And he gave it to you
0: Because
2: that's the That's the question you got to ask a woman They already know we sorry When we cheat on them They already know we sorry But now with a woman you got to ask Okay which one you really feel sorry for Him or me I know you saw you losing your marriage. I understand all that. But which
8: one? Because
2: mm. wow. like the guest said, like the, like our female guest said, we are horrible at it. They are pros at it.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And all these young boys that think they got it down, they have no idea. Hey, you well, don't know what you want. came on the
4: line. Night, she said,
2: they they know patterns, so right. Uh, I, I, no, I would no. I would have to. I would, I would have to go. I mean, you know, it's unfortunate. I'm called HIV or herpes or whatever. But just because my my wife cheated, yeah, I got a roll.
4: Hit the roll,
1: Jack. Good words. Anybody got any closing comments before the conclusion?
2: I ain't got no more. You don't know, already suck them at me one time. Mhm, well, <laughs> it's that
1: time you know it's that time. it's a uh, great chat fellas, yes, no. but it's time for the conclusion and for the the conclusion rotten
4: tonight, conclusion, tonight.
1: Yes, yes, the conclusion um, for the conclusion, I'll put you on mute uh, just for a bit. I'll bring you back, but the conclusion, your favorite part, fundamentally, all disease is a judgment from God. When God pronounced judgment on Adam, death entered the world. All sickness from the common cold to cancer is part of the curse. So HIV, AIDS, STDs, herpes, and all other diseases are part of God's judgment in a cursed world. The Bible plainly teaches that our choices bear consequences. In Galatians, the sixth, sixth chapter, it states that whenever whatever man sows, so shall he reap, for he that soweth, To his flesh shall reap corruption, but he that soweth to the spirit shall reap life everlasting. Righteousness brings blessing and sin brings judgment. But one of the main problems is that we want total freedom to choose our actions, but we don't want to bear the consequences. The reality is that when we choose a course of action, we automatically choose its corresponding result. Scripture warns that sexual sin carries judgment from God it cannot be denied that living according to the biblical principle of being faithful in marriage drastically reduces a person's chances of contracting a sexually transmitted disease. Hey, baby,
10: what's good? We gotta talk. Baby, let me call you back in ten minutes. Oh, Sylvester, we gotta talk right now. Okay, okay, what's going on? Have you heard about this package? That am baby, I know what you're thinking. That wasn't a drug deal, that was just... I'm not talking about that kind of package. I'm talking yeah. about the pasta, the pastor. Now listen to me. After this is Kathy, I'm trying to get in touch with you When you get a chance, call me back It's very important Here's my new number Gwen, baby, listen, just calm down I'm on my way Hello, hello, Savasa. Cathy, what the hell is going on? And what's up with this room? I'm hearing about some fucking package. Now just calm down. I'm trying to figure it out myself, but I haven't talked to Ruth. Yeah, yeah, well, you better call me as soon as you hear something else.
1: Now, this is not to say that everyone who's guilty of sexual sin is beyond redemption. Tragically, even innocent babies are infected simply by being conceived in the womb of a mother who has the disease. But the Christian response should always be one of grace. No matter how a disease was contracted, our responsibility is to show love, mercy, and forgiveness. We don't have the right or the authority to proclaim that a disease is a specific judgment from God on a specific sin in someone's life. Bottom line, fellas, whether you wrap it up or not, don't cheat on your wives. That's the absolute best way to prevent bringing something back home to your family that will affect generations to come. We have a calling from God. We're called to live with integrity and we're called to lead by example. This can't be done if we're busy trying to smash women that we're not married to. So let's be the men who love Jesus and have respect for our wives and our children. Let's be true head of households. So keep your penis in your pants unless you want. That concludes our show for the evening, fellas. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Virtual Talk Show brought to you by Married Men Don't Talk. We hope that you enjoyed the show. You can join us again next Tuesday. At the same time, 9 to 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and next week's topic will be marriage and quality of life. For more information, please feel free to visit our website, www.householdstress.com, and also download our free Household Stress app from the Google Play Store for your droid smartphones.